This is the Voices of Misery podcast. This show isn't for the easily offended, so PC police on patrol stand by. You've been warned. Now, let's join the Nerd and Nerdette with another podcast for that ass. that for oh my goodness what a fucking mess anyone joining the chat now please i just want you to know that this is a fucking mess <clears throat> let me clear my throat real quick and have a little sip of the drinks you hear it, 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 we're only an hour late mm. hour and si- an hour and six minutes late we're only an hour and six minutes late and we are back to square one ladies and gentlemen anyone in the chat yet yeah your buddy no oh, there he is <laughs> all right here we go let's do it from the top, three, two, one. What's going on, everybody? It's the Voices Misery Podcast. You got a couple of fucking retards here trying to work the microphones. <laughs> I am, of course, your host, the nerd, and you are the nerdette. I gave up way before you, man. I was pissed off. I walked out of the room. I'm not. I'm not dealing with this I'm shit. A, I'm a determined son of a bitch, I'm aka done. a glutton for punishment. At this point, like, I just give me the iPhone. And we'll record back on that again. I, I'm, I'm over all this. <laughs> stupid shit the most simplistic fucking thing came in the mail it's basically like a mechanical arm thing and it had like two things that you screw into a table and it's supposed to be as simple as one two three and it took us like fucking a lot of cuss words a lot of stomping over an hour and then we're like uh we're late for the live show so a lot of rescheduling and god damn it i got pissed off (laughs) it just didn't fucking work he's calling us old well we are old we're not just old we're stupid hold on since you're in the chat can you hear both of us okay because i don't know if it's all messed up or not well, I'm getting my reach, my dick pills, and uh, booking because you know what? Since we're not doing our exclusive okay. episode, we sound good. Good, that's good. all I care about. So, since we're not doing our exclusive episode for the Hami Media people, we're just going to do our own thing tonight because, God damn it, we're late and we're pissed off, and, and <laughs> I think our audience would appreciate that a little bit more, don't you think? I think so. Holy fuck, man! What a piece of shit! I, I can't believe how old we're getting. And back in the day, I used to be pretty decent with computers. I used to do computer repair work. I used to be able to fix shit, remove viruses, and help. And I used to laugh at people like me, like us. I know you we're, used to come home. We're turning into them and tell me all sorts of uh, stories and say how they they couldn't customers couldn't figure out how they were getting viruses. And you would come home and tell me all the porn that they had downloaded or whatever the hell. Exactly. Like just dumb shit, and then. We haven't had a laptop in fucking hey, nine, it's been, eight, nine years. Yeah, right? ever, ever since we discovered the iPad. Yeah, it's been a long time. So then for the podcast, we, we wanted to upgrade, thought everything was great. Now we can't figure anything out. So screw the damn mics. I'm done. I mean, like once we started to get actual listeners and feedback and all this other shit going down, and here we are, just old and fucking retarded, dude. And I just, I never thought I'd turn into this person, but here I am. What's going on there in the chat since I can't see it, since I can't focus on well, shit? Listen, listen, this is a perfect example, right? What's up? Wolf came in, said hello. Hello, Wolf. I just tried to type back hello. And it didn't type because I didn't click on the freaking chat box. <laughs> That's how fucked up we are. Like, seriously, just, I tried to say hi. 
And the alcohol hasn't even kicked in yet. I only had a few Fuck sips. Me. I'm done. I, I'm. I'm. This has been like this we need has to been hire, a bad week. We need to hire. We need to start taking some of this uh, the sponsor money and hiring someone to do everything else for us, man. Because we're stupid. The only thing we can do is talk. That's it. We we could just talk. That's all it is. We could talk and bitch at each other and, and whatever. Yeah, pretty Hopefully much. Hopefully, someone man. finds it funny. Because are you going to tell JTech what you thought about the uh, picture I showed you? I said, and you didn't tell me who did it, right? I didn't say she guessed. You you came in the house and you you pretty much threw it on me, <laughs> a piece of paper, and I'm like, what Here the fuck bitch. is this? And you're like some fan mail or something. Some you said something like that. Yeah, just a fuck with you. And then you went and changed out of your work clothes or whatever, and I open it up and I look at it. and I'm like, holy shit, that's really good. That should be a logo. And I said it would look really good on t-shirts. And you're like, well, that's what I told him. Like, why don't we have something like that instead of something so busy? Because now we're starting to sell merchandise. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. Well, well, there you go, Mr. B- Mr. JTech. I just wanted you to know that I did tell her it came from you, and it wasn't something I doodled, because if I drew it, it would look like a fucking... It looks like Michael J. Fox trying to draw a fucking logo. <laughs> Dude, be nice because I like Michael J. Fox. Me you too. Me too. I love. I love my. Look like Muhammad Ali was writing it or some shit. Oh my god! <laughs> can, I tell, can, can I tell you what happened today at work? It was. It, how bad was it? All right. So I never say where, where I work, right? And I'm not going to say the name of the company where the guy works for because. We have the security guy that comes in, right? And every once in a while from the security company, and JTech knows where I'm going with this, there's a security company, right? They basically come in and they monitor. You know how, like, when you go to Walmart and they have, like, those wires on the laptops that if you pull it too hard, it'll go, wee, 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 you know? And, like, a fucking guy will come over with, like, a key and turn it off or some shit. Oh, yeah. When yeah, they're, like, yeah. safety locked to the yeah, case or whatever. those okay. things. Well, we have something similar to that at my location. And the guy who comes in, they come in like once a month, but it feels like every fucking day because they never fucking stop being annoying. The guy comes in today, and it was a different one because we have two different guys that come in now, apparently. There's this one guy. He's an African-American gentleman. He's he's <laughs> oh, he's he's a nice enough guy, but he loves his job a little too much. And he thinks that we care as much as he cares about the shit that he's doing. So he comes in there and like, we're a bunch of fucking salespeople. We don't give a shit. We just want to make money and get out. We don't want to have small talk. And it's weird because all the people that we have there for the most part are pretty anti-social people. And the guy that comes in there to do our goddamn uh, security wants to talk about the security. Like it's the, li- here. here's the latest craze in this fucking shit that I'm going to attach to your devices to make sure no one steals them. And he's all like exuberant and all happy about it. And he's trying to sell a salesperson something, which is something you can't do. It's impossible to sell a salesperson yeah, something. You, it you is. You can see through the bullshit. So this guy's like, well, then this one right here isn't working. And then this piece, you need that piece to make this piece work. And then you got to do this and then do that. And I'm just sitting there looking at the guy with a blank look in my face, like to shut the fuck up. In my head, I'm grabbing him by the throat and just shaking him. Remember how like Homer used to fucking choke Bart in The Simpsons? He used to grab him and like Bart's tongue would come out and he would just like, like the cartoon sweat would go off his head. Yeah. I'm doing that to this guy every time he starts talking, but you can't do that. And then I kind of like zone back into reality. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. And he's talking and he's so excited about the security equipment. And all I want to do is strangle him. And everyone else feels the same way except for this one guy. There's one older guy at work who, like, cares about talking about all this shit. 
And today, one of the other guys comes it's, in. It literally, they just said that. Talk about the guy that eats the shit up at, at oh, your see, job. And the funny thing is, I can't see. You can't see the chat. Because so. you won't let me see it because it. it no, it, it distracts it you. It distracts me. And I can't. And I just like, ooh, look, someone's talking. <laughs> so the fucking older guy, he like loves this shit. And he's talking to the guy. And we all run to the back room. And we're looking through the like the glass, you know. It's like a two-way glass or whatever. Like, like we can see them. Or no, it's like a one-way glass. We can see them. They can't see us. And we're sitting there watching the guy, and he's just having this gay old conversation with him. And the guys from the security company don't really get that interaction from anyone else. So I guess this guy was like, holy shit, someone gives a fuck about what I'm saying. And they're talking about security equipment. And he brings the guy over, and he's, like, pointing things out. And it's like, oh, someone cares, you know? So, wait, so this is a guy that came in to sell your your thing. Well, we security. already buy it. He regularly, routinely checks the stuff to make sure it's all working and like some of our shit doesn't so work so what do you want you to do care. upgrade it yeah if that's exactly what they do oh i have a couple of these in my car okay. if you use your company card you could buy them and it's like dude no man like you, you can't sell a salesperson we don't give a shit first off if our things work or not and second off we don't want to hear yeah, why they do don't you work guys even have a say in that oh yeah yeah we do oh like, you have a say if you well, upgrade or not i mean like i could have easily said here because it's not my money it's just the fact that i have to fill out something they call an expense report where i have to say this is why i did this and it's more of a pain in the ass to do that and like i and, and well, I was, we could talk about the expense report yeah they're fucking annoying as shit they're just really annoying so yeah that was basically like the first part of my day how was your day by the way how was uh talk shows and soap operas and because I know you got. I didn't off. have any. I had nothing today because the bullshit impeachment crap took up from I don't even know what time. What was it? Eight nine o'clock this morning yeah. until like five six o'clock. This that, nothing well, was. Well, tell me about it because I turned <gasps> channel four at noon and Rachel Ray was not on TV and it ruined my entire fucking day. It I know, like it, you it knocked me. me off course. It knocked me off course. It really did. You called me for, like, no reason at all for, like, 30 seconds, and then you hung up, and I'm like, what the fuck was that about? It's like, you called me about the, number one, the package we were supposed to get in the mail today, which oh, we can yeah. definitely discuss. Mm -hmm. um, and then you called me about a, a stupid question, and then you were like, okay, and then hung up. And I'm like, okay, must be a really slow day. <laughs> it was well, just the oddest conversation. With my fucking adult autism, I really couldn't hold a thought together today. And my mind was all over the place, man. I was fucked. I was fucked up today. Let's I really see. was. Your people in the chat are sick of Rachel Ray. Who's sick of Rachel Ray? <laughs> J -Tech, did JTech say that? That son <laughs> of a bitch. Listen. Oh, God. Well, At least you don't get felt up when when Rachel Ray is on TV. Yeah, you know. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, I got to deal with that. So whatever. Well, but, okay. What? No. So, well, there's another thing that happened at work today too. Well, this part didn't happen at work. It happened when I went to lunch. Okay, so Mr. J Tech, you know, we worked together. He actually went to go get a cheeseburger. No bun because everyone's on the keto kick now. Congratulations, everybody on keto. I fucking love it. It changed my life. I, I, I used to be 280 pounds and now I'm 175 ish. 180. What's you know, depending on how much water I drink, right? So he comes back with a cheeseburger, no bun. My boss and I look at each other. We're like, hey, we want that too. I'm like, hey, I'll go get it. My treat, you know, because I think my boss got it last time. So I, I go over there. I get an order. Pull up in front of Highway 55. If you're ever down south, go there. They got good-ass burgers, right? So I get out the car. And about 100 feet to my right, there's some gentleman on his bicycle as I get out the car. And there's maybe 25 feet from me to the door from where I parked, right? And I turn to my right. 
and immediately my mind goes to like, there's going to be something weird that happens here, right? Wait, where did you go? Highway, Highway 55, 55, yeah. So I'm, I'm walking towards the store, and I'm like taking my sweet time, because I'm not a fast walker. I got nowhere to go, right? And I, I, I look to my right, and this guy and his bike speeding up. And he was going real slow until he saw me get out of the car, and then he starts speeding up. Like I'm like, oh, what's he asking me for a fucking cigarette? Like a dollar? Because like the people in Georgetown are like, hey man, let me get a, hey man, let me get a stogie. Like, do you see me smoking a cigarette? No. If you see me smoking a cigarette, you by all means, having, come ask me. But you're having a conversation that didn't even happen. I, I, I do this all the time, <laughs> and you can vouch for this. When I'm when I'm laying in bed at night, tossing and turning, I'm arguing with people I never even met. <laughs> I'm just having all these weird conversations. God. But anyway, this is what happens. The guy speeds up in his bike. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I slow down. He slows down. I'm like, what the fuck is what, what is supposed to happen here? So I did like a light jog to the door, and then he speeds up. I'm like, what the fuck? So I put my hand on the door to get on the Highway 55, and I turn around. I look at the guy, and he looks back at me, and he starts slowing down, and he's like smiling, and he keeps going. So I'm like, what the fuck was the point of this whole thing? Like, what's the point of the story? Did this guy want to have some kind of conflict? Like, uh, we intersect at the exact same moment before my foot hits the curb. Maybe he hits me or, like, we do this weird thing where, like, you know when you're at the supermarket and, like, you and someone else are trying to get out of each other's way or doing this cards, weird dance yeah. back and forth yeah. routine. You go, ha, 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 are we dancing? I hate that. I, like, oh, God, I hate that. I think some people get off in that shit because, hey, I got to talk to someone or, hey, I got to interject in your life somehow or fucking, hey. I'm thinking this guy in the bike was like, hey, look, it's just me and this guy in this parking lot. I'm going to go ahead and just have an altercation with him, even though it's not like a fight altercation, just some kind of, you know, something. I'm going to. I think you think way too much of this stuff. I think so. Did this, did this dude really speed up? When he-, he did. <laughs> he did. His bike was I going can't. fast, man. Like, I thought he was trying to hit me or something. Like, what's So happening? I slowed down. Well, it was like one of those things where like, hey, I'm going to slow down and let him pass by on his bike. But he was far enough away where I should have been able to get to the door to get inside to get my burger. But he sped up. <laughs> So was he trying to get where I was before me, or was he trying to get one of those moments where we're dancing, trying to jockey for position? But my thing is, did that even happen? Because I don't even know what's there, reality. <laughs> there are things that go on in your head, and like, because I'm trying to picture this, and I'm like, there's no way some dude just sped up on a bike just to ram into you. I don't even know what reality and no fiction reason. is anymore because all this I think it was happening in your head. I, like, I don't. Oh, God. And there was no witnesses to this? There was of course nobody. not. Of course not. God damn it. Of course not. But then this is what happens. Okay, so I go on Highway 55, and JTEC oh, and I have two completely different experiences. I, th- <laughs> I, I think I started the trend going to Highway 55 because the other day, he was watching. Cause like He went to lunch first, and he got something. And then I'm sitting there, and I'm eating lunch, right? And I was eating lunch, and I had a big-ass burger, double cheeseburger, no bun, bacon. And he was like, man, that looks good. Where'd you get it? And I told him where I got it. So he went there today, got the same exact burger I got. I went there today, and I got these two, like, little mini fucking double cheeseburgers. Because they because you, you have to ask for a specific, I think it's like Andy's size or some shit. And I just had two double cheeseburgers, you know, because I got one for my boss because he treated me last time. And I got these little shit burgers, like fucking slider-sized cheeseburgers. They were good, but they were small. I wanted the big burger, right? But anyway, there's some woman at the counter, and she was eating. And you know how like they got like those at the uh, counter, yeah, like they got like those bar stools because they treat Highway oh, okay. 55 yeah, yeah, like yeah. a 1955 era, like Elvis Presley playing in, on the jukebox kind of station. You know, it's like old yeah, school. Yeah, it's, it's a cool restaurant. Very cool, very cool. And there's this woman. She's sitting there, and she's at the counter eating her cheeseburger, and she wouldn't shut the fuck up, man. 
What's we up? We have a caller, and that's never happened before. Well, I don't know. How to, I don't know how to answer this. Let's see. I don't. I don't know. Well, this is probably JTEC. Are you sure? I. I don't know. Hello. Hi, hi, my friend. Hey, my friend. How are you? Hey, I'm fine. I'm, I'm you. I am unbelievable. What's your name? Where are you calling from, Pearl? I'm from Iraq. Oh my God! Are we going to get killed live on the air? <laughs> are we going to get killed live on the air? Oh my God! <laughs> this. <laughs> I know who you are. This is JTEC. He's fucking with us. You are from Iraq. So, how's Saddam Hussein doing these days? Figure out how to. My friend, how can people from foreign countries say my friend, my friend all the time? Figure out how to hang up the call. <laughs> shake, 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 Senora. Shake it all the time. No, figure out how to end the call. <laughs> this is awesome. My friend, I am not going to tell you, my friend, because Iraqis do not like Americans too much, my friend. Just end the call. How do you? No problem. I'm from America. You're from America. Oh, so wait. If you ask me, if you ask me nice enough, I will give you my social security number and my banking routing number. Actually, do you work for, for Spectrum Cable, by the way? Please, please, wait, 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 wait. Speak slowly. I don't understand for you. Oh, you sound very handsome. Oh, that was awesome. That was Fuck. fun. That was very fun. Listen, but no, I'm glad because now we know how to answer a call and we know how to, we finally figured out how to hang that one up. Thank you, my friend. So, my friend. That was awesome. That was oh, really cool. Whoever that was, if you do well, a very good experience. accident, that was awesome. <laughs> and I'll, and I will tell whoever That's that caller was. week is going. That is how it's going. <laughs> whoever that caller was, you sound like every customer service person ever. So kudos to you, my this friend. This is just my friend. My friend. Kudos to you, my friend. I just want to go to bed and wake up on Monday and just start a whole new week. I, this, is just, this has been a very good week, actually. Oh, Lord. What that were you, was fucking You were talking awesome. about Highway 55. Oh, okay. It. So, yeah, this lady at the counter. My friend. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was awesome. That guy was cool. So, anyway, like, dude, like, this lady wouldn't shut the fuck up. She was sitting there talking to everybody. She was, like, basically narrating everything that happened behind the counter. So, she, she must have had, she must have had, like, 88 stays. She's like, why? Oh, so you're flipping the burgers, huh? So, you're doing this. You're taking the orders, huh? And there was this other woman who was, like, to my left as I'm, as I'm waiting to order my food. And she had like this perturbed look in her face, you know, and the and the woman behind the counter was like, what's your order? I tell her my order. And the other girl's like, wait, I wasn't done yet. And she's like, but I took your money. And those two were about to argue. And the talkative bitch looks over to her and she goes, yeah, they always do that to you. They're not too nice here. Ha ha. And she's eating food. And I'm sitting there like, you don't be rude to the people behind the counter. They're going to spit in your shed, you know? So I'm sitting there. I'm just like not paying attention to whatever's going on. The woman's talking to all the workers, to all the people eating and shit. And she's by herself and she's eating her fries. I'm like, why is this bitch just talking to people, man? Like, shut the fuck up. And she kept looking over at me, like, waiting for me to join the conversation. And every time she looked at me, I turned my head, you know, just, like, not making eye contact or whatever. And then, like, at the end, she's, like, shaking the hands of the people. She's like, Cook, great burger. Can I shake your hand? And the guy was, like, just cooking his burger. He just went back to doing it. And she was like, here's $12. And she was like, I want you guys to split it all evenly. Everyone behind the counter. And she's like, bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Like, screaming and shit. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this lady? She was, she was, like, nice, I guess, but fucking annoying as shit. Like, made his whole fucking 
Grand Wah scheme and shit to fucking say goodbye to everybody at the st- fucking diner? Dude, I don't know. You have, you have, uh... It was I don't know. weird, man. I don't know why weird. shit happens to you. I don't know, but I want that My Friend guy to call back. He, he, he was he's, he, he's calling nonstop, and I can't figure out how to block him. <laughs> why? So, it's funny. Oh, no, I'm not answering that again. Oh, oh boo. I wish I had control of the computer. I would definitely, I would definitely let him back in. I don't, I, oh God, I don't know. But um, Sherry wants you to speak a little bit of Spanish. Why? I don't know. Say, say a sentence. No hay nada muy difícil que vivir That's a nice what, song. Wait a minute. That's a, Why are you It's a love song. It's a love song. Oh my God. It's a love song. <sighs> and it was sexy. <laughs> not really. <laughs> not really. Not at all. <laughs> Te amo mucho, baby. <sighs> Dame un beso. Oh, my God. On mi verga. <laughs> you are a fucking weirdo. Give me a weirdo. kiss on my dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't. Okay. So, anyway, besides your week and my week sucking so far it's midweek it's only what what is it wednesday it's only fucking wednesday it's only fucking wednesday man what do we have planned for the rest of this week i'm off tomorrow for work so we're gonna go we're gonna go christmas shopping if i don't have too bad of a hangover which means we're not gonna well, we're not gonna go christmas shopping tomorrow which sucks because we got to finish up the birthday that's on sunday that's right we got a fucking birthday like who the fuck would have a kid nine months before christmas really i mean it's it's like we we had her well we must have conceived her in february because she was born what november 19 yeah but we tried we tried for a long we tried yeah for her, we, did. For, we tried we tried, right after we have sammy we we tried immediately well you know we had 18 months apart they are you know yeah so it, it took us nine months to get pregnant with her and it, there was a reason for that i refused it was just something in my head. I did not want to be pregnant when I was 30. Lo and behold, I had her two days before my 30th birthday. And I remember saying to you. Oh, you timed it right. Jim. I remember saying it to you. I, I don't know. I think it was February. And I'm like, look, I don't get knocked up this month. We're, it, we're done. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. We're going to have Sammy. And, and that's it. And then lo and behold, boom. Like, it like happened out of nowhere. But I'll tell you what. I do have fond memories of clapping it out multiple oh, times a day. It was good times, man. Yeah, well, because there was a reason for it. <laughs> yeah, there was a reason now. I, I wanted guess. babies. Now I, now I can't have any. Now I so. guess there's no more reason. Exactly. <laughs> but we're getting old, man. Can, I can't can you have imagine, any, so. Can you imagine... If we had a child right now, like a like a like a fucking infant, I would be fucking thrilled. Oh my god, no! You can't even handle a fucking two dogs when I'm not home. They're fine. I can't handle them when you are home. Yeah, and why is that? Because you hype them up and they get so excited because they don't see you all week. Yeah. I'm telling you, I swear to God, they are different dogs when it's just me, and then. Completely, completely opposite when you're in the house. Like, it can literally be me and the kids, and they're still just like, whatever. We'll mm-hmm. just lay here on the floor or lay in our crate or whatever. But you come in the house, and like, all hell breaks loose. They're running all over the place. They're fighting each other. Well, not fighting, but they're like, they play. do the dumb shit. Well, they they're jockey for position. Up. Yeah. And they hate when I give one attention and not the other one. They fucking just, hate it. It's like constant. Yeah. So, like, I, I, I don't know, but. Whatever. I, yeah, I would fill this whole house with babies. I, I would be so fucking happy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. It just sounds so weird. <laughs> hey, is the my friend guy still calling? No, now he's talking. Oh, man. I was like, please let this guy call. I would like to talk to my friend. Hey, 
That's awesome, man. I'm not wasting any more time on that. Why? It's funny. I enjoyed it. I, I, I really did enjoy it. Like, this is the kind of stuff I like. I like the whole back and forth we can have with these people, you know? To me, that's fun. And uh, that's what we're all about here in the Voices of Misery podcast. We like having fun with people. Oh, so you want to talk about... Sammy had... Um, she had asked for money. Like, yesterday or the day before? Yeah, it was, it was yesterday. And uh, she has, like, a book fair going on in the school, which they normally do. Uh, probably twice a year, and we like to give them, you know, the kids money. So they, because I'm a big thing with it with reading. Like if they want books, I want them to have books. Like I, I want them to read. I'd rather them do that than be on the freaking iPad all day, you know. Yeah. So she had asked for money, and uh, so we we gave her a little bit, and she comes home with, I, I can't even remember what the fucking name of it, but it, it's some anime manga. That's what she called okay. manga anime like graphic novel right which and she was so excited that she got it like she's so fucking happy and i'm looking at it and i'm like what is that because she's big into the whole drawing and art thing and it freaks me and, out it freaks me out because my red flags went up man but she draws the anime stuff right she she draws all that and uh so she brought this book home, and I'm just like, what in the hell is going on? And then she took pictures at the mall the other day of stuff that she wanted for, like, Christmas, which is... Let me see if I can pull that up. Well, while you're pulling it up, I, I, I do want to say why my red flags went up, because Japanese anime is fucking crazy, dude. I mean, if you type Japanese anime in your Google browser right now and look up images, you're going to see girls getting fucked by, like, octopus with, like, 18 tentacles and shit. You're going to see some crazy things, man. Like, those Japanese people... I'm not saying they're fucking sick, but man, some of the shit they draw is fucking sick, dude. Look up manga, hentai, whatever the fuck it is. So, but that's what all the, it's not just her. I know it's all not the just kids her. But she's really that. good at drawing, like, anime characters. So is she going to grow up and be, like, a hentai artist or some shit? You think she's going to draw, like, that kind of weird shit on the internet? I hope so. Well, not, you hope not, so? <laughs> no, not the, not the porno kinker shit. Yeah. But, like, she's a good drawer. She's a really she good artist. She that shit good. But she she's really into, can. she wants, what is this? Pushing. See, that sounds pretty fucked up. But it's cute little. Furry. I'm hoping to get some pushing tonight after Let's, the show. Can I talk for God. It's like, like plush cats and like really cute, cute things. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's cute. It's just, I, I, my question, like, where did this come from? It's been around for a long time. It was always underground, but it's gotten more popular. Like, well, that Hello Kitty yeah. shit, I think, and yeah. Powerpuff Girls, Sailor Moon. It was all that like weird anime thing. Oh, that he's okay. Wolf is saying that Pusheen. See, uh, this is how dumb we are. We're fucking parents. We don't even know. I guess Pusheen is something completely different. All right. Well, whatever. I know that she likes the anime Mm -hmm. stuff, and now she's liking that. But it's just like I I don't know where the hell all this is coming from. I I was never into anything like this at all. (laughs) Never in my life. Like you got to understand though. Like back when I was a kid, there was a cartoon called The Real Ghostbusters, and that was kind of like anime. Because you look at the art back then and stuff like that, like Transformers, and it was loosely based off of that kind of art artistry, if that's what you want to call it, you know? But there's just something from back in the day I do want to ask you, because someone, like a customer of mine today at work, was talking about music. And they said something about, like, how they used to consume their music back in the day. We were talking about, like, MP3s, and you got to go to the you know iTunes store, and you could download music. And they were saying, man, I remember cassettes. And I remember getting cassettes, and I remember when I bought a fucking box of Cracker Jacks, there was an MC Hammer tape with, like, too legit to quit on it. Yeah. And it was inside of a fucking Cracker Jack box. Do you remember those days when, like, cassettes were big? 
Man, I remember the day I got one out of a cereal box. And it was Joyride. Who, who, who sang that? Coolio. No. Wasn't it Coolio no. Joyride? It, it, was a, it was a female group. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, God. Who the hell sang that? Wolf help us. Wolf help us. Enjoy right. Well, besides that, though, I, I do remember the two legit to quit, and there was like a B-side on it. There was like a B-side on the tape, and I remember like New Kids on the Block had one as well that you got out of like a popcorn bag or some shit. But that was back when like music was like everywhere. Like that was the best way to advertise was putting your shit in cereal or like a, or, like, a snack pack. But then the guy said this to me. He was like, remember back in the day? And I can't believe I forgot this. He was like, you have like a stereo and like you have to listen to the radio and then you put a blank tape in and you 90s wait all day. Boy bands. What about uh, 90s boy bands? Wolf says he doesn't know them. Listen, it, there was stuff going on in the chat. I figured out how to block. See, I'm, Why'd you I'm, block I'm, him? God damn you. Because he's saying F you and F this and your sister is a bitch and he's saying all sorts of stuff. So I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm very proud of myself. I'm learning. <laughs> so keep it coming because I'm, I'm learning how to. <laughs> but that was my friend. My friend. <laughs> I miss him. I miss him already. Well, the guy was saying how he was like going into uh, like his boombox, and he would say he would like listen to a certain radio station and wait for a certain song to play, and get, and there was an art to hitting record the absolute second the song would hit, and then you could record it, and it's your song, you know. And then, you remember those days you would record things off of the radio and shit? Yeah. We we did it all the time. Like I remember having like it was like an intro. It was like here we go. We got a song coming out for you right now, and it's going to be coming up in oh, three, two, like one. Like all the weird stuff? shit, and and then the guy would hit the music, and then he record, record. He hit the record button. He got your song. We would have like an absolute like fucking ninety minute video or, or tape side or whatever of just songs that we used to enjoy. And then I was bring it around town and listen to it. While I was going to my friend's house as my little Sony Walkman, and I don't know. Like those are the days, man. Like now you get his fucking spin. Four ninety nine a month or whatever Apple Music costs, and you have everything in the palm of your hands. It kind of feels like you're cheating a little bit, doesn't it? I kind of felt like See, I earned the music back then by downloading it or, or hitting the record button on the cassette tape. Well, yeah, because you had to make sure that you didn't get the DJ talking. You had to make sure that you didn't accidentally record over a song that you really liked. Um, and I used to make my mom freaking tapes. Yeah. Because she had like a nice stereo like up in her room. And like I would, I would sit down. She, I knew what song she liked. She'd be like, "Can you make me another mixtape?" <laughs> no. And I would sit there, like especially Sundays. I think it was Casey Case in the top forty or whatever. And I would sit there for like hours and like hit record at certain times. That was man, that was a pain in the ass back in the day. Casey Case, I mean, he was really good, man. He he did the voice of a lot of cartoon characters. I remember he was Shaggy. He was Shaggy in Scooby Doo. Hmm. Yeah, he, he did Shaggy, and he did a couple other ones, too. Casey Kasem was really good. He had one of those great voices, you know? He was like, um, you know who else had a great voice? The fucking dad from Growing Pains, man. He had a fucking killer voice, that guy. And he was Why? a good what singer, did, too. What else did he do besides uh, Growing Pains? Uh, well, he was in Growing Pains, and he did a couple. Oh, she's cracking a beer. Well, he was, a, he, was a, he was that from Growing Pains, and he sang a couple of songs, too, but he was really good, man. The dad from Growing Pains, what the fuck was his name again? Why are you asking me? Michael Seaver was his real name, I think, or some shit. Or was that the other? Or was that Kirk Cameron on the show? It, it was something Seaver. 
But his son, his son's a singer too, though the guy in real life. In real life, his son's a singer. I I can picture him in my head. I just don't know his fucking name for some reason. I think we're too old, and I don't think people know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> Growing pains. And show me that smile again. Remember that guy? He was oh. freaking great, man. But I don't know. They're like, oh, there's got to be some old people in this chat that can sit there and relate to what the fuck. There you we're go, saying. Sherry. So she loved that show. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Sherry. God damn it. At least someone out there is old as shit. Jason Seaver. Jason Seaver. Thank w- you. Wolf knew that. Thank you. Man, Wolf. Oh, he a- Googled it. <laughs> you know what? Wolf, I really want you to show up at the studio one day. Just come here like twice a week when we're recording, and you could be like our Jamie from the Joe Rogan show and just look shit up for us and help us set these things up. I mean, oh Jesus Christ, that'd be awesome. Man. We need someone to do that for us. It'd be, it would be amazing. And we have we have room in the studio now. We got room here. We just don't know how to use half of it, but, you know, we got these things that light up. We press buttons. The Thanks. mic poles are thrown against the wall. Oh, my God. We ordered these nice mic poles off of Amazon, right? It they didn't cost much, but I was like, you know, we need something to attach to the table to go down on our face so we look like we're legitimate people. And the things come in the mail, like, about, what, a, a half hour after we were supposed to start recording because it came late as shit. And we're sitting there, and we're like, all right, we're, we're going to put it together. We open it up. It looks simple enough, right? Mine worked like a charm. It went to the table. Everything was fine. Yours was, like, all backwards and stiff, and you couldn't figure shit out. I'm trying to figure it out. We finally get it together. We hook it on your side of the table. We put the mic in there, and it falls over. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, man? I took mine off. You took yours off. We're doing sound checks. We're trying to figure things out. We're like, fuck it. Let's go back to the shitty $10 mic. Listen, I'm done. I'm done with all this shit. Like, the, the, I don't know. I'm not over it. The screws weren't going in right. Just, um, no. I'm about to screw you soon. But you're not. Yes, I am. And you want to know why, ladies and gentlemen? <coughs> Let me clear my throat here. Get ready for I it. I have a little well, PSA. Clap it out. Oh, for God. all of you. <laughs> Guys, do you remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance, get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's B-L-U-E, like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on the full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Me, I like to use it at least a half hour before me and the nerd go to bed and clap it out. And I'll tell you why. I don't need it for an erection, but I do like to have the extra confidence in the sack. When I hear her <laughs> screaming... Dude, At the top up. of her lungs, I know Blue Chew is the drug that gives me the extra push to get her where she needs to go, and it gets me where I need to be, and it can help you get, you know, you where you want to go. If you could benefit from the extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is a fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. And I want you, my friends, the voice of misery friends, to go to bluechew.com, that's B-L-U-E, chew.com, and use our code MISERY to get your first order free. Just pay $5 shipping and handling, and I guarantee you, your woman will pay you to pay us to get some Blue Chew, because she's going to love it. Blue Chew's prescribed online and ship straight to your door in a discreet package, so no shame in your game. You go ahead and order that Blue Chew, no in-person doctor visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness, but a lot of sleepless nights. Woo. BlueChew.com. I think that was a good read. Don't you think so, hon? Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> if anybody could see the look on your face right now, Jesus the look of Christ. absolute horror and disgust. I can't. I can't. Don't you love Blue Chew? I fucking love this shit, man. Yeah. I mean, like, I, like before Blue Chew, I'm Clark Kent. After Blue Chew, I'm fucking Superman. You know oh, that? Oh, fuck me, man. Seriously, I can't. <laughs> I'm about to. All right. Okay. Listen, I, I haven't popped the Blue Chew yet. Otherwise, you'd be in trouble. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Moving on. The commercial's over. Oh, the commercial's over. I still love it. <laughs> so, anyway. What are we going to do for the rest of the week? We have a couple more days before the weekend hits, and we have our daughter's birthday coming up. We got a lot of things coming up. Would you have to work on her birthday, right? What's her, her birthday's on Sunday, Sunday. right? Yeah, I got to work. So, I mean, she's one. She's the kind of kid that you know she's autistic, obviously. So she, when she wakes up in the morning, it's birthday, birthday, presents, presents all day long. Yeah, she's not going to shut up about that it. day. She's not going to understand if we put it on another day. So we could do it early because I go to work a little bit later and and on Sunday, so we can uh, we can do the presents so she can have it, get it out the way early. You don't have to hear it all day long mm-hmm. and knock it out. You can have the cake when I'm at work because I'm not a cake eater. Obviously, I don't eat. That kind of stuff anymore, so we can do that later. Yeah, you know, actually, you can do that. That, that's a good idea. I think it works out. Pretty I was good. thinking we were going to wait until after you got home, but I'd much rather do it before you went to work. Yeah. So, speaking of birthdays, uh, do you what? remember? Do you have any memories of your own birthdays? Because I don't really remember any of mine. I never had a memorable one. I have one, and I'd rather not talk about it. Oh boy! Now you're going to have to talk about it because well, everyone's no, curious. It's just no. It's just I. I didn't have like it's like my mom was a bitch, man. Like, my birthday was always around, like, progress report time. Oh, boy. And so, like, my birthday would come, I would get my ass beat and thrown in my room, and, like, that's it. Like, you're laughing. Like that's, <laughs> The way you said it's funny. Like, I would just, get my ass I, beat. It was like a ritual. <laughs> but when we got together, did I not say that I hated my birthday? Like, it's not some... I just, Everyone hates their birthday. It's like I, a cliche thing to say I these days. I fucking hate it. Like, I, I hate it. Like, and now that we have kids, obviously, they want to celebrate it. They want to, like, because a birthday is a birthday. Yeah. But it was it was never like a, a good time for me. Like it it was always fucking horrible, and just like you know whatever. I'll never forget the one time like uh, she sent me to my room, and she had got like I don't know. We had just painted my bedroom, and it was this horrible fucking color that she picked out. But whatever. She went and bought like a nice bedspread or whatever to match, and uh, she came she came in and like threw right at me. <laughs> she just chucked all the shit. Right at me and just shut the door and walked away. Those are the birthdays I remember. <laughs> like, here's seriously. your presents, bitch. <laughs> like, it was never like a good time. So, oh, I didn't have like God. birthday parties or any any of that type of stuff. That's incredible, man. So, like, and the weird thing is, like, you always remember the horrible things. So, like, if something bad happens to you or something that you don't like as a child hits you, it does carry on. In life, and I remember yeah, one thing. Yeah, I don't. I haven't forgotten any of that. I remember one thing vividly. My mom said, and it's the most obscure, dumb thing that's ever been said to me. When I was a kid, I said, "Mom, you hurt my feelings," and she said, "You don't have any damn feelings." And I remember being a little kid. Yeah, I do have feelings, and I was like seven years old. And it's like, why were parents allowed to be so cruel back then? What's the matter? So I'm trying to freaking type in the damn chat, and the stupid thing wasn't on the damn chat box. See, so that's, now why, that's why we need a hero. We need a lone wolf to come out and save us from this fucking nonsense. We can't do a goddamn thing by ourselves, man. So, but, like, I do remember certain things. I remember a couple of ass whoopings I got when I was a kid, you know? Like, I remember uh, my mom used to belt, and I don't remember why, and I don't know what would trigger. That never happened to me. It was, it oh, was she her got hands. Me good. That's it. But I, but like, even as a, a a parent now, I've been a parent now for what eleven years. Yeah, and I could never imagine a time where I would or something my kid can do that would 
drive me to hitting them with a belt repeatedly. Like, I, like my mom beat me, and I was never a bad kid. If, of course, you all have oh, bad no. moments and shit, yeah. but like, I, I, I just can't see myself being driven to that. She never beat me because I was a bad kid. She beat me because of my grades, which hmm. she thought. So I was grounded from like. Prog- like I would be okay in the very beginning of the school year, but once that progress report, because I wasn't the type of kid to do homework and stuff, and yeah. even when I studied, I still got like C's on my tests. Like it was never school was not my thing. So that first progress report would come out, and I'd be grounded until my next report card. It wasn't like a week or two or whatever. It was until the report card came out. The report card would come out, my grades didn't increase, so then I was grounded to the next progress report. So it just carried on and carried on, but then. At 15, when I moved in with my dad, I got all A's and B's. So it was like like my with my dad, like I had someone that had no pressure. Like he didn't pressure me at all. He was just like, just go to school. Don't skip. Yeah. You know, do what you got to do. Just pass and get the fuck out. And I was like, you know what? He's he's going to leave me alone. You know, and I, I don't know how the fuck. I don't know if it was a different school system or or what did it. But like I... I got A's and B's when I moved in with him, so... Some people work better without pressure. It's just, like, she was just a fucking psycho bitch, man. Well, I mean, I don't have anything against people that beat their kids, obviously, but some people do use different tactics, you know, and I think that's those beatings that I got as a kid, and I never got them, like, all the time, but I did get some. They did kind of shape me and make me the person I am today, so I guess I'm grateful in a way for those, but I don't use that method because we don't need it. I don't Our think, kids are very good. I mean, I think... Um, I think every generation kind of learns from their parents, don't yeah. you think? Oh, yeah. They learn from the previous generation. Like, I've learned... Like, my parents didn't make me work in a coal mine when I was fucking eight years old. I mean, like, they learned right. from the previous generation, you know? Like, you, we both had parents that hit us or whatever, so we learned from that. We don't hit our kids. And then I had a parent that really didn't give a crap. Yeah. You know? Like, I mean, he did, but didn't really show it. Even though I excelled in school when I was with him, but he didn't—he really didn't give a shit. So it, it, I learned from that. So like, I'm very involved. Like every time they come home from school, how was school? What what happened today? And like, you know, when I go over their work and I go on power school and check their grades and make sure that everything is okay. Like I'm I'm involved with all the crap, but I uh, I don't sit there and pressure them. Yeah, and, we don't. You know, yeah. like it's just like okay, well, you know, you got this grade, so. Bring it up a little bit. Although Sammy is always A's and B's on her report Yeah, we just kind of leave her alone. I so mean, like, you she's... leave your high performers alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we have a, a child, and, you know, who's really high performer in school, so we kind of back off her. Like, let her, hey, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Good job. As long as she keeps doing that, because once yeah. it goes down, then, you know, obviously we'll have to talk to her, but it's never going to be anything like I grew up with. I was never a fucking A and B student. Fuck that, man. I was lucky to get C's and D's. And, well, where the know? hell she get the damn A's and B's from? I just think she pays attention. And and with me, my problem when I was a kid, like it wasn't like an intelligence problem. It was a problem of my eyesight. I wore glasses, but I, I started wearing glasses at 16. And it took a high school teacher to tell me like, hey, you think hey, you might need glasses there, guy. Because I used to always sit in the back of the classroom. I never wanted to be the guy in the front because you were the nerd. You know, oh, you're sitting in the club front. You want to learn. You know, like that was a bad thing back then. And we had assigned seats. We never yeah. got to choose nothing. And my last name began with an A at the time. Yeah. And oh, my God, I was always a freaking first one i was like, in the right middle front. i was kind of like I, I was in the beginning but in that. the middle in some classes because you know with my last name but 
oral oral projects that you yeah. had to do. Oh, I got an oral project. Oh, for shut you. up. But like, I was always like one of the first ones up there. I, oh my god, it was horrible. Well, I hated my last name. Well, you excelled later in life. I'll tell you that. Dude, you're about to get punched in the face. Like I don't, I don't. Well, well, listen to this. So I was sitting in class one day, and I'm like, you know, I'm struggling. I'm like in the back of the classroom. I was leaning forward to my desk. My eyes were like squinted. I look like fucking uh, Bruce Lee. And they were saying, and the teacher like pulled me aside after class. He's like, hey, nerd, come here. I'm like, what's going on? He goes, uh, I think you might have a problem with your eyesight. He like sent me to the nurse's office, and he called the nurse ahead of time, and she wrote something home, and she's like, yeah, give this to your mom. I gave it to my mom, and before you knew it, I took the next day off. She took me to the eye doctor, and they're like, man, your eyes suck. And they gave me a prescription. I got eyes uh, or like glasses. I went to school the next day. You know, well, I think not the next day, but like the next week or whatever when I got the glasses. My grades immediately did a fucking 180. Like I was like C's and D's and I went A's to B's. And this is like the second half of high school hmm. because I was able to see. And I was like, oh, my God, no matter where I sat so, in the classroom, it, it, it changed my life having glasses. Do you remember when your eyes started going bad or you were too young? You don't remember I don't remember. It's like one of those hmm. things where I felt like they were almost always bad. See, mine was before <laughs> kindergarten, but we didn't know. Yeah. And I went to um, kindergarten. They do those checkups, like, you know, with school nurse, you got to do the eye test and the hearing test yep. or whatever. And I remember the nurse calling my mom saying how fucked up my eye was, my one eye. And my mom was like, what the hell are you talking about? And then she brought me to the doctor and <clears throat> I got astigmatism in the one eye. I had to go to freaking kindergarten with a patch on my eye. Oh, that's awesome. I started getting beat up in kindergarten because I had a freaking patch on my eye. So. Like, so, no, no, like, this is serious <laughs> shit. I was bullied from kindergarten. Yeah. All the way up until probably 11th grade. Like, hey there, nonstop. Hey there, Popeye. Did they call you Popeye? I don't remember that, but I do remember getting knocked around in, like, the, we had, like, a walk-in coat closet where you all yeah. hung up your book bags. Did they call you like Captain that. Hook? Dude, I don't know. It was a fucking nightmare. Like, seriously, school, like, I hated school. I hated school so much. I hate school. It was school. horrible. And I can't wait for the day that God. school becomes an online-only thing where it's like you're sitting in front of a webcam or some shit, you know, and and they're teaching you because they need to stop school, man, with all the school shootings and the beatings that happen in school and parents, or, like, not parents, but teachers, like, dragging, like, autistic kids up and down the hallway by their legs. Remember that video? Where the I teacher, like, pulled him God, out and, oh, I, I would kill somebody. I would if kill, I, I would, ever find yeah, out. It would drive me to murder. It probably would. I, 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 man. Yep. Because you, you got to understand, like, these autistic kids are, like, <sighs> the sweetest kids ever because they have, there like, was, they have, like, no right or wrong in them. They're, they're just sweet children, you know? There was something, and it was just on the news, and I don't have it pulled up because I did not write it down like an idiot. I don't know what state it was in. But there was this, um, the talk was talking about it yesterday. There was... She was either 15 or 16 years old, and the substitute teacher, she was special needs. They didn't say what was wrong with her, but the <clears throat> substitute teacher was, like, all up in her face. You know, like, I don't know what she was, she was just yelling at her or whatever, and the teenage girl put her arm up and, like, kind of tried to push her away. That teacher beat the crap out of that poor special needs kid. And I'm just like, I, I just don't understand. Like, she she um dragged her out of the sea and all sorts of stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you don't know what's going on. Like, like 
I'm not saying she was autistic. Or I have no idea what was wrong with her. But yeah. like, I know that if you get up in Jenna's face and like she's upset and overwhelmed or something, she's going to start jumping. She's going to start moving her yeah, body. Yeah, that's just what they do. That's, that's how they stem. That's how they release energy. Right. <clears throat> so I don't know what the situation was, but she, the kid wanted, like the teacher was in her face. Yeah. You know, for, what the hell are you doing? First of yeah, all, give them their space, like, man. Like, if you can't handle it, like, call in help. Aren't there aides in the mm-hmm. in the school or a principal that can come down and like help you out? Well, they need to hire someone who can deal with that first off. Oh God, the, like that pissed me off. And then that, what the hell is her name? That Sherry was like making a fucking joke out of it. Who? Uh, who Sherry, was it? um, Sherry Sim, uh, no, Shepherd, Shepherd, Shepherd. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like the. The one on the freaking talk. I know you're talking about. She's I, I know. She's Sherry Shepard, the, the big fat. Uh, yes. Chick, she's yeah. sitting okay. there like, well, you know what? If you te- if if you touch a a PE teacher, that that teacher's gonna beat your ass. And if you touch this teacher, and I'm thinking, it's like, bitch, bitch you don't have a clue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going on with that one poor kid who just got her ass beat, and then the teacher, like at the end, yeah. the teacher stomped on her head. Yeah. I got to look multiple it times. It was, I mean, that was a. I can't remember what the hell school that you was. Can, you can probably call, and I saw the video. It was on that World Star site. And it was like they, like, they tried to murder the bitch. I mean, like, that's what you call attempted murder when you're stomping someone's head who's defenseless on the ground. She, she punched her, grabbed her out of her seat, threw her to the ground, punched her a few more times, and then stomped her on her head. If you stomp someone on the head I, when her head's on the ground, it's attempted murder because your head. When it's on the oh. ground, there's no give. You're getting stomped in the concrete or some kind of hard she ground surface. Yeah. Teacher. Oh, that's it. But I mean, I, I gotta look it up because I, I would love to know if there was more consequences yeah. to that. Because some one of the other students obviously filmed it. There was a whole mm-hmm. video. Um, it just my thing is there's a situation a- like that with a special needs student. You don't know the situation, especially if you're a substitute. You don't know how to yeah. interact with these kids. So. Call for backup. Like, I don't understand. There's a really good Pantera song called Five Minutes Alone, and that's exactly what me as a parent would want if someone ever put their hand on my child. Five minutes alone with them. Don't don't send them to jail. Don't, you know, don't do anything with them. Just let me get five minutes alone in a room where I can do whatever <laughs> I want with this person. And that's all I would ask for. That's it. See, I don't like looking at videos like that because it, it makes me it more angry. It's too close to home. Exactly. That's why I get more I angry. I see the ones with that. like bus aids or this or that. And I'm just like, yeah. man. And, and we have a kid that can't comprehend or communicate. And I'm just like, you have no idea. You have no freaking you, idea. It makes you afraid because you don't know what happened in your own child's day. Yeah, I hate that. I hate not knowing. They I, may come home with like a bruise in their knee because they fell on the playground, but in the back of your mind, you're wondering, is this weird shit happening that happens on the videos, you know, like that you see on, on the internet? And I'm sure the things that hit the internet are like a dime a dozen. They don't happen very often, but if that ever happened, and if I ever found out, there'd be hell to pay. <laughs> Wolf is bringing up a good point, though, that it's starting to, for some reason, like lately, it's starting to become more aware. Like people are starting to realize that there's... You know, it's just there are people out there with disabilities, right? Like, the county that we live in is starting to do, like, amazing stuff with um, autism awareness, right? You have a little card and you're able to, like, they help you out in certain restaurants and certain areas where if you show them that card, they'll bring you to, like, a quieter area. And then certain places like the... Can card. Yeah. Certain places like the aquarium. They'll have special days where they turn the lights down a little bit, the the noise isn't as loud, and it'll be like <clears throat> a special needs night or whatever. 
they do it for your Halloween and trick-or-treating. Like, they're starting to do stuff a little bit more. It's just... It, they need to hurry up and have more people catch on, because th- this poor kid is growing up, and it scares the hell out of me. Now, let me ask you a very hard-hitting question, okay? Yeah. And this is something where I always try to see both sides of everything. Would you want to go to a theater where there's a bunch of people that are allowed to play on their cell phones? Would I? Yeah, where like people are allowed to talk on their phones, be as loud as they want, because that's how they are. Would you want to be put in the same theater as them? I'm just I'm, I'm just asking this question because I'm going to try to make a in point a out of it. theater to make yeah. like a movie or something? Yeah, yeah, like a movie theater. No. Okay, so it's like I get where you're trying to say. I mean, it, it, it's a very hard thing to say out loud because I, I hate hearing myself say it or even mm-hmm. thinking this. But maybe they should have a separate movie theater times or like separate theaters inside the movie theater where you can have people that can stem and make their noises and shit I, because you don't want to ruin an experience for someone else. So you're bringing it to movie theaters. I don't well, think I'm just, could even I'm just get into a movie theater. Exactly. But she could if, if, if she could do things her way and like us as parents that understand her and understand right. people like her. Would be okay watching a movie where they're all stemming and making noises and jumping up and down and shit, you know, and screaming or whatever they're doing. No, you know what they need? They need more, um, because you brought it up, more, um, like rock and jump places or like, uh, what the hell is it called? Rock and jump. No, um, like active activity type places. Like they finally put up that playground. Yeah, 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 yeah. In in the area. But like, like what I'm saying is like when we go to like a restaurant or something like that and like she starts melting down or whatever, I don't want to disrupt anyone else's time because it's not fair for them to have like their dinner ruined because our kids screaming or whatever, you know, and maybe there should be like a time or like a certain section that they can go to that we can bring her. We wouldn't have to worry about, you know, offending people and they understand well, that's, what's going on. That's what that can card does for those yeah. restaurants. Yeah. So, like, they could put so. in certain sections, but, like, maybe, like, a movie theater. Like, if we take her to see, like, let's say, for instance, The Lion King in theaters and she starts screaming, like, people are going to say, will you shut your child up? Because that person will get knocked the fuck out. But <laughs> yes. if we can go to a theater where, like, if, if our kid screams, maybe their kid will scream 10 minutes later and no one yells because we all understand. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, that's what I'm trying to say here. Maybe there should be, like, a Almost like a segregation kind of thing, even though I hate saying that word. But maybe like you move them or maybe like autism movie night is this night and it's half price. But you can bring all your kids and enjoy a movie with people that are like minded. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because like I would hate to be in a theater where a bunch of people are like fucking kicking the back of your chair and going nuts. Like, hey, I'm just trying to watch a fucking movie. Have you ever been on an airplane? Oh, yeah. A couple times. Have you ever had the back of your seat kicked? Like, it happened so long. Didn't happen for long. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know, man. I don't know. It, 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 it's, it's a very touchy, sensitive subject to talk about. <laughs> but I don't know. That, like, I, like I, I'm, I'm just trying to, like, as a parent of a child, like, I don't want to have to, you know, this, like, you know, inconvenience someone else. But at the same time, they ha- she has to learn to be around other people. Oh, oh I understand. And, uh, I understand. So, I so mean, it's just it's a tough thing. And, like, well, like she's getting older and we're trying to learn with her, I guess, you know? We've we never dealt with this before, so we're all trying to learn together. And it's, I don't know, like, you also don't want your kid to be judged either. Like, as a parent, you want to protect your child from judgment and everything else. And I'm trying to protect other people, too, you know? Because if someone says something to her, they're getting fucking smashed i'm sorry it's just, it's just it's just it's just gonna happen so maybe i'm trying to avoid those situations because it's not gonna last very long i'm not saying i'm some See, badass have, or not but, I, but no, I, get angry. You, I get i'm very protective of my kid we both are but you you I, you i'm trying to word it 
you see, you look, oh God, I don't know how to word it. You look too far into things sometimes. Like I sometimes. I, I well, I I can remember a specific time we were at a store, and she was not having a good day. She definitely was not. The whole time we were in the store, she was very very loud, and we were at the register, and like. I think you felt like people were staring. And, like, that does not bother me. I don't give a shit. You can stare all you want to. Like, it, it's my kid. It's my issue. Like, go about your business. Like, I don't care. Yeah. But for you, like, you don't like that. And I rem- you walked out. And you mm-hmm. went and sat and waited in the car. And I just sat there and I'm just like, whatever. Like, she, she can have her little meltdown and then, you know, get over it and be done. But, uh... Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like, yeah, if someone ever said anything to me, I, I I'd flip the fuck out. So, don't ever do that because you don't you don't know what the hell the situation. You don't is. know what the situation is, man. And I'll tell you what: the same people that are judging are the same people that are going home and shooting up with some fucking heroin or something because that's just how the world turns, man. The people that point the most fingers are the people that have the most skeletons in the motherfucking closet. That's just how it is. You want to talk about religion a little bit? Are you kidding? You want to go to from this subject to another touchy subject? Oh yes. Oh God. I love talking about religion. It's 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 just a very fun thing to talk about. And uh, Jay Tech and I were having a good conversation the other morning about religion, and it's just something that I love doing. Like for some reason, talking about certain topics just sends a chill down my spine, makes me feel giddy inside, and this is one of them. No, he says he's going to call if he's going to start talking about religion. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, I mean, there's just certain things out there that I just, I, I just like. You know, it just makes me happy. And I consider myself an agnostic. A lot of people out there, you know, might not even know what that word means. <laughs> agnostic. I'm scared of what you're going to say. This is, this is going to be great. Keep going. I mean, the thing about being an agnostic means you don't either believe nor disbelieve the belief in, in a higher power. And I was listening to a podcast the other day. It was a Joe Rogan podcast, and he was talking to Richard Dawkins. And Richard Dawkins said, you know, everyone's an atheist. And I'm like, what the fuck's he talking about? And he goes, well, you might believe in God, but you don't believe in a million other gods because there's, a, because there's so many different gods out there that, you know, that are worshipped. And he goes, well, who are you to say that one doesn't exist and you disbelieve any possibility that other God existing, but you only believe in your own? That's atheism. Atheism is, is, you know, like not believing in anything, obviously. But if you believe in one and not another, or another, or another, or another, you only have this belief in one and saying everyone else is not true. But what does that make you? You know, like you're very close-minded. And who's to say that your belief is the true belief, you know? It's 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 such a mind fuck. I can, I can almost imagine a bunch of, you know, like let's just say all this shit's true, right? All these gods are true. You got Apollo, Zeus, God. Jesus. Okay, hold on one second. Let me Jesus. pause you. Colin, call back, dude, because... Oh, that's Colin. Hell hold yeah. On. Get him we, in here. We literally had some, like, spammer person. All right. Connect. You there? Is that Colin? Can you guys hear me? Yes. Holy shit, Mr. Colin. I was I was so afraid it was going to be another <laughs> Iraq person. <laughs> Colin, what's up, buddy? What's going on, guys? You know, I just got done, uh, you know, banging in the office here at work. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Now, for those of you that don't know, we were talking about Bang Energy Drinks, and we're both big fans of these things. They get me through the day. I drink multiple of these things. And you know what? At 300 milligrams of caffeine each drink, man, my, my tummy is not feeling very yummy anymore. It feels like shit, actually. Yeah, I usually get about one in a 
is my go-to flavor. I got I got a bang before work. Uh, I've been before going to church. You got to talk about religion. I've been in church. Um, you, you know, sometimes you got you just got to get your bang on, and, and they they make for a, an all-purpose bang anywhere, basically. You know, I think some of these preachers are banging a lot before because I've seen on TV, these guys are very energetic, man. They jump up and down. They do splits, backflips and shit before they hand out that collection plate and demand that, uh, you know, that money. Oh, I'm sure. I heard you know, Oh, my God. I mean, that's like making a bad thing worse, don't you think? I mean, holy shit, dude. Kanye West is one of the weirdest gentlemen who's ever graced the internet, music, whatever. And Joel Osteen, he actually blocked me on Twitter because I called him. What the hell did I call him again? I don't know. I have no idea, but I know you don't like him. I called him a greedy, self-serving son of a bitch or something like that, and he blocked me immediately. And I thought, you know, he was supposed to forgive everybody because he's the son of God. And he's... Exactly, but you know what he you know he all he did was just block me, and I and I thought that was unfair, Colin. It really is like uh, as as someone that grew up in the church. Um, I don't go to church anymore because I realized at a young age in my life that, that going to church is kind of a bullshit thing. But uh, yeah, no, that's uncalled for. If you one one of the things I like to say is that if you go to a church. And your pastor is driving a much nicer car than ninety percent of the people that you go to church there. Go find another church. And correct me if I'm wrong, Colin, but are you not supposed to accept money if you are a man of God or delivering the word of God? You're not supposed to take money for delivering that word of God, correct? Or no? Or, or am I wrong here? So I don't. I don't know the rules per se on on what they do. Most of the time, a pastor's salary is paid from what is tied from the church. So that 10% that you're supposed to put in for your paycheck that you make into the tithing pool, uh, a small portion of that goes to the pastor. And it goes to, like, build, you know, for the building maintenance and all that other type of stuff, too. Now, you live in North Carolina. We live in South Carolina. And we were looking up the average salaries of, of pastors in Myrtle Beach and the surrounding areas. Can you believe that the pastor is making $140,000 a year in this area as an what average median salary. Which It sounds like you're sharpening knives there, my friend. <laughs> what is oh, all that sorry. squeaking? I, I am, uh, I'm throwing wood on a smoker. As, as I said before, I was, I was currently at work smoking. smoking. I, I had to rub some meat earlier, and now I'm smoking. <laughs> I was rubbing my meat all morning long, man. You got to get that jerk before work, my friend. Oh God, no, dude, he doesn't. He don't need no damn help. Especially with my Blue Chew, and you can go to bluechew.com and use our code Misery to get your first order free. Colin, did you know about that? Uh, I've, I've already used your code to get a free order of Blue Chew, and let me tell you what, the fiend when, when it comes in the, in the mail to the house, the fiend's gonna get it. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you what, man. Blue Chew has been a godsend in my household because the nerd has never smiled so much, my friend. And I'll tell you what. When you come down here to visit us in South Carolina, I'm going to give you a taste of the Blue Chew as well, my friend. Because you know what? The nerd does not discriminate. Oh, my God. What is happening? What? I'm excited. That's going to make my... I will... I will set up a Airbnb right now. I'm just going to sleep. This just sounds amazing. 
so since we have an expert, Jesus, someone needs to help. We me. have an expert caller, and and you know something, you may not know this, Nerdy, because you never paid attention to a certain website called WrestleZone.com. This man used to do a a thing where he called in, and I'm honored that he called in with his real persona because he used to call in to WrestleZone and troll the shit out of these people with a with what he used to call himself the wrestling redneck, and he would pretend he was a redneck character. And he would fuck with these people every single week. And they were hook, line, and sinker. They'd fall for it. Can you give us a taste of the wrestling redneck? All right. So, so normally I would, uh, I would call from, uh, you know, plastic donation centers. But uh, let, me, let me do my – let me get ready for my impersonation here. Let me put my false teeth in. Uh, <laughs> on don't, don't forget your chewing tobacco. <laughs> it's the wrestling redneck from Charlotte, North Carolina. How y'all doing today? Uh, I understand that y'all are some long-time listeners of a wrestling zone. Uh, <laughs> we're the old Nick Houston, Ken Kelly, Ben Hameen, Big Ray, all them guys used to be on there. But now Ben Hameen and Big Ray, they done moved on. And that done left us uh, high and dry over at the wrestling zone. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it, man. And I remember listening to these shows. I'm like, what is wrong with this guy? <laughs> And now here we are talking to him, man. And now people are saying, what's wrong with these guys? Like us and me and you, you know? And, and, I, and I think we've all come full circle, you know? I think we've made some pretty damn good connections here. Well, you know, I just love everybody that I've met going, doing, doing everything with Rapsville. <laughs> and, and being on the Rapsville World Podcast Network, CEO Hayes, Andrew Bellow. Uh, you know, I, I one point in time was the CEO of the Rapsville uh, World Podcast Network. And uh, no more. It's not really a fellow does with his show over to Hameen Media. Uh, T.O.A. started the Breaks Media and, and does his own show called The Awakened Soul. I got nothing. I got nobody around me that's be able to keep this network up. I mean, what am I supposed to do just in this office by myself? Hey, let me ask you a question here because you are a, a improv guy and you're also a comedian. What brought you down that path as far as like, you know, becoming a comedian? Like, when did you think that was your calling in life? So really, it was uh, a lot of people enjoyed what I was doing with Russell Redneck and stuff on Russell Zone. Um, a lot of those guys were Second City improvisers, like uh, uh, Ross Berman, Nick Houseman, and uh, Nami, um, and they kind of told me that I just needed to continue it, and I found intro class. I took the the intermediate class. Help it out. Sorry, I'm still doing a little work over here. Um, I took the intro class, took the intermediate class, and if they feel like you're ready to move up, you get uh, brought on to the club, and they kind of you 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 show the practices, you you sell concessions, you do all that type of stuff. To kinda, it's almost like wrestling where you're bending them, like burning your keep, where you got to put the ring together and all that stuff. That's basically what I'm doing now. Um, I worked my way on the matinees. So, like, I get to be on the 4, four o'clock show on Saturday uh, with, if I sign up and everything. So, I get to perform in front of a bunch of kids, and it's all uh, white-collar material. There's nothing blue. So, you got to really watch what you're saying. Um, I got a note one day because I said something about affirmative action. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and, uh, and it was like, and we were doing a Monsters, Inc. skit, and I was, like, the only human that got hired there. And I was like, man, thank you. I love you an affirmative action hire. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God, dude. Yeah, that'll get you thrown out many a club and nowadays. Then, uh, the, yeah, well, the, the stand-up just came because the... 
the club hosts the stand up night uh, the second Tuesday, second Thursday of the month, and I just I, I have a lot of stories. I've lived a crazy life in parts of the U.S. And so I, I got up there and I've told some stories about some things that I just get up there every week for every time they do it every month for five minutes and uh, just slowly kind of working my way in there. I don't have a lot of free time to do uh, the other kind of open mic stuff. So I basically just uh, work at the one that, that our comedy, basically improv comedy place hosts. Well, the cool thing about being a comedian is like you really have to like like hone your craft and it's like one of those things where you start off and like you can you can be getting beer thrown on you using the same routine in like a bar, but you can be getting applauded at the Apollo Theater. You know, it's like you really listen to some of these guys out there that talk about their beginnings, and it sounds and it really does mirror your story. So, I mean, if you, if you keep plugging away at this thing long enough and you do really great impersonations, man, you can really go far with this thing. Well, I, the only I did wrestling redneck on stage. For some people, the last time I went up, but uh, my favorite impersonation that I do, I, I do a joke um, where I'm, uh, you know, you know that Jeffrey Epstein thing with the airplane and all the different passengers that he had on the airplane. Yeah. So I, I do an impression of Chris Tucker on Jeffrey Epstein's airplane. Um, I can do that for you guys. Wait a second. Are, are you saying Chris Tucker from Rush Hour? Yes. Holy shit! I, I got to hear. It. Let's do it. All right. So let me get ready for this. <laughs> Now, Jeffrey, don't you ever touch a black man's underage sugar. You know what I mean? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus Christ. That would get thrown out of many, many of these clubs. <laughs> All right, so... I have to ask you a wrestling question because you're really plugged into wrestling. Like, you do a, a show called The Smack Attack with Big Ray. And I have to ask you, man, the big news right now is CM Punk came back but he's not officially back in wrestling. He's on that uh, WWE after show with Renee Young and Booker T, right? Mm-hmm. Where Where do you see this going? And do you have any inside information? Have you heard anything from the Hami Media Boys? Like, what's going on with CM Punk? Well, I saw his entrance, and the man looks worse than he did when he was fighting in the UFC. Like, he has no body for wrestling. Um, he's definitely going to have to pack on some pounds and, and get to the gym because it just doesn't look like he's really... He looks very sickly. I don't know if you guys saw the video. Of, of he was wearing a sweatshirt, wasn't he? I, I don't remember what he was wearing. Like I, like, I did see him come out, and I don't think he needs a body for wrestling. I just think he needs his charisma, in which he, you know, he exudes charisma by the truckload. I mean, the he guy talks shit. He just needs to come out for like a little while, just come out, go down to the ring piss people off, go back. He, he doesn't need to have a match. He could just come out and he's going to well, get a reaction. People want to see him wrestle, though. <laughs> yeah, people want to see him wrestle. And, and the, his biggest thing was he never really had a body to begin with. So I feel like if he goes in there looking worse than Chris Jericho at his age and everything, he's just going to get reamed. Like, the, the marks are just going to ream him and, and rip him a new asshole. The nerd head here is about to go off on Chris Jericho's body because every time I turn to AEW, I like flip through the channels. Dude, he's disgusting. She goes off, man. He's disgusting looking. He looks like a melted candle. Isn't that what you said? He looks like Vigo and he's fat and overweight and he needs to stop it. He looks like Vigo from (laughs) Ghostbusters 2. Is that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> he does, and like he takes. I knew it. We watched. I don't know what episode we were. Uh, it was a few weeks ago. He it was a tag out, team match, but it was before the tag team match. He had a coat or something on, and I'm. He came out, and I'm like, why is he so chubby? Because I could see in his yeah. face and his neck. 
And then he took the coat off, and yeah. I'm like, oh, hell no. Like, something happened. He needs to stop with the beer and just, just calm down for a second. What? He looks like shit. He needs to get on that keto. Yeah, he needs Hell yeah. You know, and instead of drinking beer, he needs to drink bang energy. And I really want a sponsorship with them, by the way. We got to work on that, Colin. He, uh, he, yeah. I don't know. Oh, God. I don't know. He's a fucking wreck. I, I started drinking him when I saw Kitty Omega, knowing how he eats, he's very clean. Boy, when I saw him drinking a bang energy, I was like, yo, if Kitty Omega's doing it, I should do it too. Very impressionable. I, I, yeah. I see somebody else do it. Why, yeah, Chris Jericho, thank you, Wolf. He needs to go in keto as well. But Colin, then, so where do you see this whole CM Punk thing leading to? Because, like, do you think he's going to wrestle or just be on this FS1 show? I think it will lead to him wrestling at some point in time. I, I, I do like the fact that they had a lot more viewers than you when know, they had Mr. 49K on, Ryan Satin. Uh, I think they hit 100,000 viewers this week. Um, let's just see if they can keep it up with CM Punk coming out every week. Um, but, I mean, if you were to have a match... You, I, I only see it maybe be a Triple H uh, that he comes back and have a match with, or maybe like a Daniel Bryan or AJ Styles. I don't see uh, too many options out there for, for the man to, to wrestle anybody. And it'd be, I mean, I guess if he hits the ring, it'll be huge no matter what because it's him coming back after so long of being gone. But uh, who, who do you guys want to see him wrestle? I mean, like, well, like I said, there's AJ, there's Daniel. I'm going to think about that for a second and counter your question with a question, okay? How long do you think his huge pops are going to last? Because Not long. you know this crowd is very fickle, man. Like, they want something, they get it, and they don't want it anymore. And they, and they turn immediately. How long until they say, hey, you know what? This isn't the kind of CM Punk we wanted, and they boo him. Well, I think with it being them on the interview show on Tuesdays, it'll, it'll be a little bit different than him walking out to the arena in front of a live crowd. So there, there is that little bit of difference that you have there. Okay. All right. Well, but like you said, I, I, I do see him maybe getting tired of CM Punk after a, a month or two. Because it's, it's, it's a weekly show. Yeah, you give, give it like two or three months. You know, less, less Man, he's giving him some time. I was thinking less than that. <laughs> well, and you have to kind of see where he's going with his business, too. Like, if, if it looks like he's going to set up some business for, like, a match, or if he's just. If, if, I mean, he might come on and start shooting from the hip. And that, that might be refreshing, something that people haven't necessarily seen. I want I want AJ back. AJ Lee. Well, can we, can yeah. we please have her back? I, I think she'll be the one that comes back first. That's fine. I'll be happy. But to answer the question from earlier, I, th- I, I think what's going to happen is he's going to fight Triple H and beat him. He's going to beat Triple H, and then at WrestleMania... I can see him maybe fighting someone who can kind of carry him through a good match because it's been a long time since he's wrestled. He's probably out of shape a little bit because there's a thing called in shape and in wrestling shape. Yeah, but see, you think... I'm thinking Dan O'Brien. But you seriously think he's going to beat Triple H. Yeah. Triple H is going to want to Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, he's such a hot commodity in wrestling where he can kind of dictate what he wants in his contract. Triple H is like, hey, I'll job to you. Just come back and help us out. Really? Yeah. Triple H was one of the ones that first said that the door was open for him to come back. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that may be, that may be the spot. I mean, I'm surprised Batista didn't choose to go over uh, at the last WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Who do you want to see him face here? Ew. If he came back to fight one male wrestler. There's only a couple of people I give a crap about. 
So it would either be Seth Rollins or uh, AJ oh, Styles. Seth Rollins would be a fucking good match, even though I, I can't stand the guy. The, a lot of men I don't care for much. Yeah. They're boring. So I, I would pick those two. So, Colin, do you... I have a question for you. If AJ oh, Lee came back, who would you want to see her wrestle with? Okay, so now, see, there we there go. go. Now, there now, go. Now that's interesting. I was Dude. about to ask him that question. It's God great. Damn it. see, see, the synergy here is great. Hmm. It's because the Bang energy drink. We we have that, that common timeline here. We're both we're both hopped up on Bang, and, and through the chemicals that are in this energy drink, we have linked our minds together. I'm hopped up on Castillo Silver Rum right now, my friend. Shit, I don't know. Like, there's so many women. I don't know who I would want her against. Becky Lynch is who I'd want no. her against. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I no. And I a blue like chew on a pole match. No, <laughs> you fucking moron. Oh. Everyone knows. Everyone knows I love me some Becky Lynch, man. Oh, God. Love him. I don't know, because I look at AJ Lee like a little cutie pie. I like her on the side. <laughs> just just skip around, wave her hair, like flip her hair around. I can see her having a good pie. match with, believe it or not, someone like Carmella. Someone that can bump pretty well. well. Carmella's a nobody. Yeah, and see, someone that she AJ, can manhandle and beat. She's not a big person. She's not, like, she She's doesn't... Little. No, she... I'm saying her name. She doesn't yeah. really... It, she can't be with Becky or Charlotte or... No, it doesn't work. Well, I think when she was on top of her game, I think the women now have surpassed her a little bit in name value and, and, and talent and looks. I just don't see her being a big enough name. Like, I think she'll pop no. a big rating when she comes out, but I don't think she's gonna last very long. I, I think CM Punk will last about maybe two to three months before his boost starts. I think AJ Lee maybe like a week or two before she gets there's, no reaction. There's too many women. Yeah, there's too many. There's too many women. So who would you want to see her go in with? I mean, I'm thinking, well, if they clear Alexa Bliss, because there are oh, I love Alexa. Alexa Bliss to hang it up. Alexa Bliss uh, might be a good one. I'd uh, be so pissed if she hung it up, man. Lynch, I like the Becky Lynch one, uh, but maybe even Sasha or Bailey. I think all of them would bury her, though. Oh, Sasha would be good. I think they'd all bury her, though. Like, I I just don't think... Like, I think AJ no, was, like, lightning in the so. bottle. I think she could... I think she would beat Sasha. I think she came out at the right time. Like, I can't see her holding the mic against any of these girls. I, I just don't see her talent holding up. I really don't see it. AJ Lee is that she was kind of like the Bailey for these young girls. And now that Bailey has become the heel, they, they need another prominent woman figure to kind of sell to the kids and really would be that perfect uh, woman to fill that line like she, she writes books she's done all this other stuff outside of wrestling to, to help provide for her husband and herself um, you, you throw her with the little socks and her old school AJ Lee look I mean it, it's going to sell itself I mean she was probably one of the hottest women stars when she went out on top OJ Tech, Rachel oh. Ray beats Becky Lynch every time by the way my friend Wolf just like, a Rachel Ray at WrestleMania. Rachel Ray against AJ Lee. Look at now. Rachel Ray wins. She wins every time, and if she doesn't, I will riot. Can Can I get in on that match? Oh yeah, oh yeah, go for it. And if can, Rachel Ray can it be beat, me and AJ Lee against Rachel Ray? Because Rachel Ray beat you both. She she beat you both. Okay. I I. Bluechew.com. Use the code MISERY to get your first order free, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, Wolf here in the chat is asking CM Punk and AJ against Triple H and Stephanie. That'd be a good match. That would be awesome. That would be a good match. We haven't seen Stephanie in the ring in a long time. 
Yeah, it's been a long ass. The 70s pretty goddamn good in the ring, man. Like, and, and the thing about the McMahons is like they have this natural inclination to make things better than they should be. And when when it was Stephanie and Triple H versus Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey, that match was way better than it should have been, man. And I remember that was like the best match of the night. She took a table bump uh, in one of those views too. I can't remember if it was uh, the last year, not last year, but the year before last, or the one even before that. She was kind of on the outside, and she got hit and took it, like went through a table. Yeah, she did. And she's, willing, she's willing to do that, that craziness stuff that her brother Shane was doing. What the hell does Andrew Beller call her? The mother of dragons. Mother of dragons. <laughs> I don't understand that reference. Why? Why is that? She's the the. Oh, we couldn't get into it. We tried multiple times. Yeah. Like Walking Dead. I couldn't watch Walking Dead. Oh, oh no. thank so goodness. I was Walking Dead, and I was like... Are you kidding me? This is terrible. Like, why aren't they... So, so my thing with Game of Thrones and Walking Dead, if you have books that I can go and find and read, and then they're not similar, or you're trying to portray it to be like the book, and I go and read it, and it's definitely just like the books are better... I'm not going to watch your your show because one, okay. I can use my imagination when I'm reading the book, and I have all the CGI that you could possibly ever do inside my head uh, compared to what you could do on TV. And then it's like just one of those things too. I think like Bella said on your show, like if, if it's something that's popular and you're just beating me over the head with it, I'm not going to watch it. I'm just going to immediately hate it. Um, I did the same thing with Breaking Bad, and I got into watching the last two seasons of Breaking Bad, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck have I been missing? This shit is so awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you and the nerd that would get along great, because she loved that show. What did you think about El Camino? Oh, El Camino was great. I liked it. See? With a nice bow you liked on it. Jesse's story. Yeah. Yes, I, li- I thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't know about that, man, because, like, I... I think you I don't know how I felt about it. I think you expected too much, and I, I wanted too much, but I didn't expect... Like, I I wanted Walter White to be in there, but I knew he wasn't going to be, so I wasn't disappointed. Well, the thing about Jesse was, like, Jesse was never... Oh, I love Jesse. He was never a badass like he was in El Camino. Like, he was, like, a little bitch. And in El Camino, he just, like, had it all together. Like, it felt like he knew what the hell he was doing the whole time. When in Breaking Bad, he was, like, the sidekick. He you know, he, he was, like, a fuck-up, well, a he, victim. He had time in a prison cell to yeah, think about shit. <laughs> Like, I'm sorry, but like if you watch the last episode of Breaking Bad, when, when he goes in and he sees that they set up that lab and Jesse was working in it, he saw where Jesse was doing everything perfectly. Yeah. Like it's like that was kind of the graduation of Jesse. Like, all right, he's he's at the level that he- that Heisenberg wanted him to be at. Right. And going through that traumatic experience, that can definitely toughen you up and make you a bad motherfucker, like and not put up with any shit. Because it's like y'all had me in a dog cage, treat me like fucking worse than a dog. Like, y'all, y'all open this thing inside of me. Kind of like a Deadpool where to get your mute powers to come out, you got to go through something traumatic. You know, yep. you I love that analogy. I love um, that analogy as a comic book nerd. Did you happen to see on Netflix that they have um, a behind the scenes for that movie, the El Camino? I have not, no. Oh, well, apparently, I guess, you know how Walter White at the on the finale was all bloody and he put his bloody hand on the the one container or whatever and fell to the ground. Apparently they never scrubbed that off and that was in the movie and I never noticed it. Like I had no idea that his handprint was still there. Yeah, because the the behind when they were doing the Jesse movie 
it was the scenes in that area where he was doing the meth or whatever was yeah. before Walter White obviously was in there. Hmm. So, but yeah, the bloody handprint was on it. Holy shit. It, it, it's like a 10 minute thing. I had to go back and check that out. I think the, the, they did Better Call Saul really well because I think the two characters that everybody really wanted to see after the show was over was what happened to Saul and what happened to, to Jesse. Um, now, I would have liked maybe like a flashback to see what, what went down with the, the car wash. You know, like maybe yes. see a little bit of like how if the, if the feds came to her about the car wash, you know, like where did y'all get this money for the car wash kind of thing. Well, because, like, he, Walter White died, and, like, you don't see her afterwards, her or the kids, right? Yeah, you don't see like, uh, they just, Walter just Jr. Done. or the baby. Yeah. I, I would love to know what happened to them. What do you think happened to them? In a, uh, I mean, like, I, you write the script. Honestly, I, I think if, if you're going to have them being investigated by the cop, and, and, and you know, they're, they're going to look into it, and maybe she... She kind of shows a little bit of her badassness where she's able to keep the business. But I mean, what can you do with her and the family? You know, she was such a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, there's not much more that you can do with their storyline, I guess. Oh, all the women on that show were were horrible, man. They were awful. I hate women because of that show. Oh, stop it. I I hate you, you dumb bitch, because of that show. You know that? You're the reason why I hate women. God damn it. But if I had to change anything about that show, Breaking Bad, I would probably give Saul a lot more screen time because he was the best part of the show for me. And I love Better Call Saul. It's my favorite show on TV, and I can't wait for it to come back in like three years because they seem to space these things out so goddamn long. But Saul, he was missing in that in that movie. Like I was kind of hoping that in the beginning, maybe Jesse like slaps like a five dollar bill on the table, and then you see like a Cinnabon cross the table, and he grabs the money, and it's him talking to Saul like, "Hey, I yep. need your help." I find like, "Hey, how'd you find me, kid?" So that you know, way, and then there you go. It interjects that way. The end of Better Call yeah, Saul begins merges with the movie. Exactly. That I thought that would have been great. I just, I really feel like they missed the boat, you know? I like how he just found the guy, though. Like, he remembered the red van and was like, yeah. I'm going to all of these places <laughs> that might have a red van. Yes. And I'm going to go blackmail this guy into basically, like, giving me what I want, this new life, which, you know, it was very interesting how that turned out. And actually, that, that actor died like a week or so or a few days after the El Camino. Are you kidding me? Really? Yeah. Fuck, man. Well, that's not on the behind the scenes thing. I didn't even know he died. <laughs> that's not behind the scenes. You know, maybe that's very after depressing because he was awesome in that movie. God damn it, man. That's fucked up. So, so, so what's your problem with The Walking Dead? Because I have quite a few problems with that show. Okay. But how far did you make it? Jesus. So I got, like, so I watched the first couple episodes couldn't get into it. Um, and then I was hanging out with somebody that watched it, so I watched when the kid that played on the Chris Rock show get killed. I watched up until there. Oh shit! Um, so you you got pretty far. Like 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 I well no like I, I did watch like I started on that season again. Kind of was like all right, I hear this is pretty good. Let me watch here. And then when the Asian guy got separated from everybody and hit under the trash can, Glenn. I was like all right, no, this doesn't. Yeah, this doesn't make any sense. Uh. And I basically. I stopped watching when they all got caught um, by the guy with the baseball bat. Negan. Negan. He's my 
my favorite. <laughs> All right. So, like, do you have a hard time, like, falling in love with shows that everyone else likes? Are you, like, the kind of guy who, who marches to the beat of their own drum? Like, hey, I'm not going to fall in line with the populace. For the most part, like, I, I was, I, I enjoy, like, I don't really watch a lot of live TV. Um, I thoroughly enjoy community, but I jumped on that bandwagon kind of late. Um, I enjoy, like, funny shows a lot of the times. Um, I watched a lot of the stuff on Netflix, like, Daredevil shows. Like, I like that type of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, it's hard for me to really catch on to stuff because it's like, like, I see just kind of through the hokiness and the dumb, dumb factors of it. Like, and, and here I am, I watch wrestling. It's all hokey stuff. So, let me ask you, because you said you liked Breaking Bad. Did you try Ozark on Netflix? I did. I got through uh, my old roommate and I were watching it, and we got through half of the first season, and then we both kind of quit watching it. Oh my god, because it was so good. Yeah, I, like I didn't like it either. I, I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm a big Jason Bateman fan. Yeah, the, I think he's I'm a hilarious. big masturbating fan, but Jason Bateman, I'll tell you what, man, that guy, is he plays the same character in every fucking movie. But that's a character I like. He's like, oh, I'm this clueless guy that has it all together. I have a great life. I make good money. But somehow things just happen around me that I have to kind of just go through. And he plays the same I character. Yes, yeah, and no, I no, no! Too. Don't you make fun of Paul Rudd because he's playing Oscar Venkman in a new Ghostbuster movie? Is that guaranteed, dude? He's got to be Oscar. He's got to be Oscar. You can't say that if it's not confirmed. Colin, have you read the news on Ghostbusters three yet? I I, I just heard when Dan Aykroyd was on, uh, I think the Joe Rogan show, and he talked about like they're possibly doing the other one. They 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 don't know if Bill Murray's going to show up, but you never know when Bill Murray's going to show up. He just Bill Murray. Bill Murray just finished his scenes as Doctor Peter Venkman. Yep. They all finished their scenes, and that's news that just wrapped. I think I found that what yesterday all online. The, yeah, the original people, including um, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, yeah. They all finished Annie Potts, Janine Melnitz. They all finished their <laughs> scenes yesterday. I don't think he is, man. I think I think he retired from acting a long time ago, but we got Peter Venkman, and, and there's a rumor that Paul Rudd does play Oscar the Baby from Part 2, who's a Ghostbuster. So, I can't wait for this movie. I'm awfully excited for it. I, watched, I didn't watch the women's one, because uh, I just couldn't get down with that, because just like you, I hate women. <laughs> oh my god. I so, tried it, and it was awful. Yeah. So, you don't have to worry about offending the nerdette because she's very hard to offend. How do you feel about the whole women's Me Too movement? Um, I, I think it's, I, honestly, I think it's a little bit of some BS. I mean, you, there, there's, I work in the restaurant industry where it's the last bastion of the unpolitically correct. And there's just so much of that, that like the Me Too stuff that people can blow the whistle on working in restaurants. Um, that I, I just think it's, it's, it's a load of horseshit, to be honest with you. Cancel culture, all that shit is just horseshit. We've all done stuff that, like, like back in the day, like, and this is kind of going off the whole B2 thing, but, like, everybody gets upset about the N-word. When Joe Rogan first started his podcast, he was saying the N-word all the time. Nobody would say shit about it. Um, there's other comedians and things like that that drop the N-bomb and nobody says anything to them about it. Um, the, the South Park guys do accents for Asian people. And nobody ever says anything about them, but then you got the Saturday Night Live, Live guy getting kicked off the show before he even makes an appearance due to some stuff they found with him doing, like the, the whole 
Asia thing or whatever jokes he was making. Like, it, it, it's just ridiculous. Like, I don't know when our society turned into a bunch of pussies. Yeah, but, seriously. But then our society, I mean, I grew up in the, I, I was born in 84. I grew up in the, the, the heyday of, of, you know, Nirvana and stuff like that. Oh, you know, were men, even though they were dressed, dressed and drunk, uh, grunge like the Gico jeans, all that other stuff. But nowadays, it's, it's all gone downhill. Like, most of these guys can't work on their cars. They can't fix things in their house. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's us. That's us. They, they probably couldn't live out in the woods for more than, like, two or three days, uh, you know, if, if, if shit were to hit the fan. So it's, it's, it's terrible the road that we've gone down. Well, well, how about this, man? Like, let me ask you this question because you're the first comedian and like we tried to book a few and, you know, like for whatever reason, they just disappeared. Let me ask you this, man. So you are a comedian. Do you find it harder to write your jokes now because you have to keep in the back of your mind that you may be, quote unquote, canceled if you say the wrong thing? And this will haunt you for the rest of your career, not just for a day, not for a week, but for the rest of your fucking life at the rate we're going right now. If you say a bad joke, you're you're finished. Yeah, you do kind of have to self edit yourself, but there are some things like uh, I just recorded a thing for uh, JB, who hosts the Pro Wrestling Refreshing. Shout out to JB. Where I do, like, we do a skit where he's an NBA executive, and I'm a Chinese executive, and I do a terrible Chinese accent. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just to, to play the Chinese guy. And it's like, you, you want to come at me because I'm not super famous, but here are, like I said, here are guys like South Park. They get away with saying it. They never had to apologize. They don't have to say anything. So, so what's the difference between me and them? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Why is it that they can get away with saying these things, but in this culture, I'm now being deemed evil for this for the same thing? So I, I, I would just probably come out and be like, "Yeah, I said it. I did what I did. So what? You know, like that's kind of my my whole process behind it." Do you think the way that we can fix the country is to stop apologizing? Yeah, I mean, we pretty much just have to stop apologizing. Like, uh, it, it's it's too much of the oh, I'm sorry, I did this, I did that. There's a lot of public relations and stuff like that involved. So, you know, if something were to come out with me, I just okay, and we all make mistakes. We've all done things in our past life that we're not proud of. I learned from my mistakes. Let's move forward. That's all I got to say. But the whole problem with the left is like, even if you apologize, like, let's just say if you're a right wing conservative or whatever you may be and you apologize, you can never get that stink off you. But if a person on the left is the same exact thing a person on the right did, it's forgiven, swept under the rug. Why is there such a control on the left that you can just get away with pretty much anything you want? Well, because they control a lot of the media. Like, I see it in the uh, improv club that I'm at. There's a lot of these people that are left-leaning, and it's like, oh, you can't say this, you can't do that, you can't, you know, and, and, and I just kind of have to sit there and bite my tongue as I hear all these, we got to be inclusive and all that. I, I get it. Um, but, you know, comedy is, like, like most things, it's a male-dominated profession. Like, most of these places are male-dominated professions. Um, and so... You're going to have that more male perspective on something like that. I think because we're being all inclusive, everybody's trying to have a voice. We're listening to a lot more minorities than, than what we should be like, like portions of society that are minorities making it all about them when it's really the, the majority of that populace doesn't really care about that type of stuff. But the media also has a lot to do with that because it's owned by mostly the left. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, man. And you know what? You got to come on our show. 
because this was like an unexpected thing. It was fucking amazing to have you on the show, Colin. Yeah, seriously, and I feel so bad that I did not answer. I, were you in the chat when we had that weird person that called in? No, I, uh, I, I was at work. I saw the message where he said you guys were going live to call in, so oh, he was calling in the past two times. Yeah, because I... I saw you pop up, man. And <laughs> the thing is, right before that, we had like some dude that was like calling and like saying weird he was things and saying like a Saudi Arabian accent. Hey, my friend, my friend. It was pretty cool. So I ended up blocking him, but then I'm like, oh my god, it's another person that's gonna be doing something stupid. <laughs> but then Colin messaged him. <laughs> but once he started, once he started typing in the chat, I'm like, oh okay, it, it's it's an actual person. <laughs> Let's get him on here. <laughs> Oh man, that was fucking amazing, man! But Colin, you have to come on our show, dude. Like, we have to do an official episode because, like, we've been getting a lot of weird stuff. I don't know if Podbean Live is like in some weird infancy stage where, like, there's a lot of feedback and just like cutting out and in of like voices and shit like that. But we have to do this on Skype. We have to do this thing officially because I had a lot of fun with you tonight, man. You're fucking awesome. I love talking to you on Facebook Messenger. It's a good time as always, you know. And you, you got to come on, man. Good. Please take him. Take him. Please take him. You bring the bang. I'll bring. I'll bring the blue chew, man. No, you need to go there. No, 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 no. Listen, he's coming to you. I'm not. I'm not. No, the door is going to be locked. I'm changing the locks. I'm done. No, wait till the next shipment comes in. You're done. Oh, oh Lord! Man. All right, brother. Will I'll you? Bring the theme down. I'll bring the theme down. Oh, you ladies can hang out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, while we and her get our bang on. <laughs> there, there you go. You guys go. I yeah, am that's fine. down. All right, brother. Thank you. Barefoot landing or the alligator place. Oh, I got a great story about the alligator place. The next time you guys have me on the show, we'll uh, we'll do the alligator thing. Hey, man, this is one of our, like, weird live episodes that we just do randomly once in a while. But when we do an official recorded episode, that sounds good because people are probably like, holy shit, the sound's cutting in and out. It's because we're doing Podbean Live and this thing is in its infancy stage. We're trying to help because our friend is one of the proprietors of Podbean. You know, we're just trying to help this whole platform out. So, you know, like, we'll talk about that off air because we have gotten a sponsorship out of it before. So we'll talk about this off air. But, uh, Colin, you are the man. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk off air. And we're going to do this thing on our own platform. Thanks, bud. Thank you for calling. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. You're a good man. All right, see you. All right. Dude, that was Colin Wise's song, man. He's fucking awesome, dude. I hope you guys had a good time listening to our little conversation there. But And I do apologize that for the quality. So fun. It did cut in and out a little bit, but it's not his fault. It's not our fault. It's because Pod being live is new, is new man. Yep. We're just trying to help out a friend. Who, you know, like, uh, like I don't want to stooge off her name or anything, even though I did give it to the Hami Media guys so they can get their, you know, like their self, you know, promoted the same way we got promoted on their platform. But I like this. It's really cool. You can have a. I love the fact that anybody can call. Anybody can call. That's so much fun. Yeah. That I was so it. much fun, and I feel so bad because <laughs> seriously, needs- that dude freaked me out. That yeah. first person, I was like, "Oh, God, I'm not answering any more yeah. calls." And then once Colin started typing, I'm like, "Okay, yeah." If someone that speaks English, I <laughs> bring him on. <laughs> I, I had a good time talking to Colin. It was so much fun, and I can't wait to have him on a real show where we can have a real conversation and we can control it. 
Yeah. Whereas Pod being live, it cuts in and out. The call-in thing is a little bit broken. We're going to have to send some feedback, and we're going to fix it. But it was a lot of fun. Then we got a stupid pop-up saying that we were going over the hour for the live episode. So so just whatever. So we're going to direct our feedback to our friend, the owner of the network, and we're going to get this thing fixed, hopefully. So I just want to make sure that everyone had a good time listening to everything that's been going on so far. And uh, go ahead and get yourself something. I'm going to talk to the audience a little bit if you want to go, you know, do what you got to do real quick. Why are you kicking me out of the room? No, I'm not kicking out of the room because, like, you know, like I, I realized, let me just be honest, you're running out of beer. And I want Dude, to grab some. <laughs> we're, at, we're at an hour and 40 minutes. We're going to be wrapping this up anyways. We're good. Are we really wrapping this thing up? Because I'm going, man. I got some liquor in but me. We're, it's it's going to yeah. kick us off. Oh, yeah. Pod, see, that's right. Yeah. Podbean Live only wants us on for a certain amount of time. So it's not us. It's them. Hey, you know what? It's like I'm breaking up with you guys. It's not me. It's you. Or it's not you. It's oh, me. Lord. Or whatever the hell. How does that saying go? I haven't been broken up with in a long time. It's not you. It's Do you me. want to be? Yeah, I did. I got blue chew, man. I got a I, I got a pocket full of blue chew. I can go all night long, Dude, baby. Can we talk about that for a second? What's that? How many times a month do you ask me when are we breaking up? Multiple since times the, a day. Since the time that we've been together, like you'll just randomly look at me and be like, "When are we, are we breaking, breaking up? Are we breaking up yet? Like, yeah. what's going? When's it going to happen? Like, you're sitting there waiting, and I'm like, motherfucker." Well, I ain't going anywhere. Well, the the problem with me, and a lot of people don't understand this, is like in my head, I have every interaction I'm ever going to have in my entire life, multiple times, every. And it's always negative. Is it ever positive? Seriously, it it is positive. Uh, I feel like when it comes to me, it's always negative. No, it's not. You wake up from bad dreams, and you're like, "Bitch, (laughs) that one night cheated on me." No, that one night when I was on vacation, and I woke up butt ass naked. (laughs) <laughs> oh, my clothes were strewn week. about the house. Yeah, I had a T-shirt in the shower. Mm-hmm. My clothes were all over the place, and I was butt ass naked. My legs, like I was laying diagonally on the bed. Yeah, and I'm like, oh shit, she's not in here. When I woke up, we must have fought last night because what? I thought it was my fault. I thought I was being an asshole, and I came out there and I was all like, I had my Wait, head low. You woke up diagonal. I woke up like a fucking werewolf that just devoured people in the wilderness. Have you ever seen a werewolf movie where, like, the guy wakes up butt-ass naked and the woolly? How did I get here? What did I do? That's how I woke up. Oh, God. I don't know, man. You woke up... If you're waking up... Listen, if I come into a room and I know how the day has progressed, like, how much has been had to drink, right? And that you retired to bed at a certain time. Retired to bed. Whatever. Okay, you went to bed at... <laughs> retired to bed, master. 3.15 or whatever the William. fuck it was. If I come, in, I came in to check on you because I had cooked you something to eat because I knew you didn't have anything in your stomach. All I saw when I opened the door was, was nothing ass. but ass. Okay. <laughs> the cover... Like, I'm not even being funny. The yeah, covers... No, you saw my you saw my bare ass. The covers were covering, like, your upper body and, like, your legs, but your ass was hanging out somehow. And I'm just like... I, I took one look and I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. So I shut the door. But you were laying diagonal. Yeah. And if you're, I'm not, and we've had this conversation before. I'm not going to, I'm not moving you. I would rather go and get comfortable on the couch yeah. and just deal with that and let you sleep. Because otherwise you're going to wake up, you're going to have a well, headache. And like, why, why, just, why bother doing let's that? Let's just go back a minute and just say that before this, this week. Yeah. 
I had a lot of stress. Like, I was stressing the fuck out about work. Oh, yeah. We, where we I'm going to be and shit that. like that. And it was a nightmare. The people I work with, I really do enjoy working with them. And a lot of things were just, like, going through my head, like, different scenarios and shit. And I was stressing out. So, I didn't sleep much. Like, I was up for maybe, like, you know, uh, fuck, like, 20 hours a day. And I would sleep for, like, three hours and go to work the next day because I was stressed out. And my mind was working. I couldn't sleep. I was finding sponsors and shit for the podcast. And then I go to work, come back. And then finally, everything came crashing down to a head. And I had a lot to drink that day with a good podcast. And I just fucking passed out at like 4.30 in the morning. It was woke not up a good at podcast. Six. Woke up at 6 in the morning. So an hour and a half after sleep, and I woke up and came out and grabbed the beer and kept the party going. And then we had a shitty podcast that, yeah. that morning. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. So we had a shitty podcast that I didn't feel good about. And then I was like, all right, fuck this. We're not going to record. No, you didn't remember. Yeah. I, I put I put my listen You put your foot down. If you're if you're out there and you're listening, I put my foot down and I'm like, that's not yeah. going out. I'm sorry. It, well, it's not going out because I didn't, I was not comfortable with it. Well, I know yeah. that you don't remember and it, you know whatever. No, it wasn't gonna go out. Anyways, like an hour maybe after that podcast recording I went to bed. ended, you went to bed. It so was like th- three o'clock in the afternoon. That should say how that podcast had gone. Yeah. Like, if he had gone to bed, like, why are we talking about this again? I'm just saying, like, you know, I, I don't know how to fuck with you. Like, like, my brain can only go so far before it just shuts off and I'm just dead again. I'm thinking about AJ Lee jumping down the ring in those little jean shorts. I'm, no, I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> I'm literally I'm trying about. to figure out why we got onto this topic. I brought wolf, it up, wolf, but there was a wolf, reason. Who are you, Wolf? wolf something brought me here. How the fuck did here, Wolf? I don't fucking remember. All right, moving on. I can't remember what we. It was your at your naked ass was brought up for some reason, and I don't remember. So for some reason, my naked ass got brought up, and blue chew, and also their shit. Oh, you want to talk about how good you looked when you left for work this morning? Dude, I looked awesome. I looked awesome, man. You came out. You were all ready for work. You were wearing that nice jacket that I love. You hate, but I freaking love it. No, I used to hate it. Now I love it. Of course. Oh, of course you do. But anyways, you were wearing nice. Old navy jeans and then the shoes you won from work. And I'm like, wow, you look he really. <laughs> you, <laughs> How do we get where we went? Well, you're, you're I'm like, like keeps us alive, man. You look really good today. You know, you look nice going to work. And I, I, I don't say that every day. It, is, it was just, I'm like, wow, he looks good today. Off you go to work. You're just like, whatever. But then you come home and you're like, well, I man, I'm looking a little bit different. I look good today. You know how many no, women no, no, were no, checking no. me I, out? I didn't say that. <laughs> so I went to work this morning. I had my thin jeans on, you know, because I lost a ton of weight. I had a nice medium-sized white T-shirt, my fucking work jacket on, and I left. I came back home. I wore the same exact outfit, but I had like a like a beanie hat on, I guess. A winter hat because it's cold out. Yeah, it was like a yeah. winter hat. It was freezing down here in South Carolina. It was like 40 degrees. Yeah, that's cold for Every, us. Everyone feels bad for me right now, obviously. So I came in the house. And I had the hat on, and for some reason, I look really good with a hat on, I guess, I guess. I don't know. And then you look at me, and you're like, wow, you look really cute. And I'm like, you know what? I got that a lot today. Okay. <laughs> First of all, with the little beanie hat, I said you looked cute. But this morning when you left, and you didn't have it, I'm like, you look good, right? So you left, and apparently, all these women were well, just, like, fawning over you. Not just women. JTEC had an direction as well. I had an erection at work. Oh, my God. Well, he had the beanie hat on, too. But I'll tell you what. He he has a beard like I used to have. 
Remember when I had like a really long beard and I could tie like rubber bands and I used to make oh, like braids out of it and shit? Please don't ever do that again. I keep trying to. I, I really want a beard, uh, but the thing is, that. I can't grow it because once it gets to a certain point, you start itching. I start itching. And I just shave it immediately, but I have to get past the awkward point. Well, does he shave his like? He doesn't neck have to. Area. He's he's way past the awkward stage. He's where I was. Okay, well... He has, like, the full, like, neck beard. Because your beard never used to do this, it but was, now... How long was my beard? I'm not talking about that. Um, now your beard goes, like, halfway down your neck. Like, it, well, it never like did I'm older before. now, obviously, but... So shave that, and then it would be fine. Can you tell him how long my beard was? Because he probably doesn't believe me, because I'm clean-shaven most of the time now. But how long was my beard? It was disgusting. It was. It was. A, it wasn't a beard. It was a goatee. And it was he, he really braid it. long. I could braid stupid. the fucking thing. That's how long it was. So, so dumb. Don't ever do that again. It's so cute. I talk like a baby now. He said I look cute every day, so thank you. Oh, God. Such a, such a son of a bitch. Um, so I think that's about it, right? I think so. I think we nailed everything we wanted to nail tonight. And, you know, we had a really hard time hooking up this setup. I told you I'm fucking done. I'm done with this shit. If someone wants to come down here and hook this stuff up, all the power to you. Because we have all the equipment here. Yeah. We can't figure it out. Because these stupid stands didn't even come with directions. We spent a lot of money, a lot of, a, a, a lot of work points. Works right. I, I mean, like, most it. of the shit was free, in all honesty, because, like, I get points at work that I can spend on Amazon and have things shipped to the house. And people are asking, okay, people are asking for merch. For merch? All right, well, then, what do you want? Do you want a t-shirt? Do you, do you want a we do have We do have... Blow your loads in? Oh, What's a blue chew? Go to bluechew.com. I'll give you free shit. Stop Use our code that. misery. You don't, need to, you don't need to do that. You don't <laughs> get paid every time you say that. The the merch is on... Um, Tpublic.com. And Big Head Media. Yeah, Big Head Media has go, it. Go on Big Head Media, and you can search Voice of Misery. You can find our t-shirts there. You can also oh. go on tpublic.com, tepublic.com, and search Voices of Misery. Oh, God, he wants to clap it out. Listen. Oh, yeah, I do want to clap it out. Do- it's clapping season. I'm about to beat cheeks. No, you're not. <laughs> we need a new logo. That's what we need. That's not so busy. I, I want a, a, a plainer logo. Well, I know someone who can draw pretty well. I know. I and, well, that's what I'm... I know. He's talking, and that's what I'm hitting at. Like, I, I need... <laughs> yes. Like, take your time with it. Do a logo. We got to figure out how to oh, yeah. get that onto our stuff. That's the thing. Like, do it on... I, what what would you do it on? A plain piece of white paper and well, then figure it out? I'm pretty sure we can use some kind of Photoshop technology to take the logo he drew and kind of like black out the, the, the paper on the background and just make that bolder or cartoonish or whatever. I know a couple of different guys that can do art history. I know people that can do like video game shit, you know, like can make video game characters of us and maybe a mobile app. Who knows, man? Who knows where this thing will go? We're finally getting sponsors. We're making money off this fucking thing now, so... We never thought in January when this thing started that we would get as far as we've gotten. We've got, you know, almost 300,000 downloads and porn stars and wrestlers. Listen, you know what our job is tomorrow? What's that? Our job is to get Christmas music. And I already have two songs that I I want. Me too. So So there you go. You're not picking out the Christmas music. You you already picked it out. I know. We are going to have a new intro, hopefully in a couple of weeks. So <laughs> you I, did Halloween. Christmas is my thing. Yes, ma'am. So we need to we need to send out our music 
get the intro done so we can start playing it immediately. What the I am in, listen, know. I'm in the Christmas mood. Yeah, well, what the listeners don't know is that I'm in the mood, too, because I took my blue chew about 20 minutes ago. So you get about 10 minutes before I get in that mood to tear it up and clap it out. Oh, my God. I, I just can't. want to give a special shout out to I Colin Song, a.k.a. the Rasslin' Redneck, because that son of a bitch came on our show tonight. And it was great, man. Like, we were talking about him coming on the show for a, a little while now. See? What's that? He, his wife has had the Christmas tree and all the crap up since November first. Why do? Why am I sitting here with nothing in this house? Because we're we're real people, okay? We're not crazy. <sighs> we don't want this shit happening. Listen, it's going up next week. Listen, we're not Walmart, okay? Christmas doesn't start in February. We start it after Thanksgiving because that's when it should happen. God damn it! Uh, I've been itching. I'm itching. I'm itching to put it up. Yeah, well, you're itching. I'm gonna okay. scratch that itch it, in a it's, minute. It's an hour and fifty minutes. Fuck Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I agree. All right. So anyway, I just want to say thank you to Colin because, you know, thank you for coming on the show. We were talking about him coming on our show for a while now. And this was kind of like a sample of what you're going to get, man. Just a smorgasbord of bullshit. That was a spur of the moment, Colin. That was, it was awesome. a spur of the moment, Colin. It was freaking awesome. Like, he sent me a message on Facebook. I said, hey, man, we're live right now. We came on and the quality wasn't great because fucking, you, you know, pod bean. He told you he was calling? Well, you know, I kind of I kind of like things to be spur of the moment. I know, but he literally called us like two, three well, times, I and I wouldn't answer. Is he going to deal with man? You know, I thought he was going to be like, yeah, "Fuck these guys so are small your time." Fault. Dude, he's on the snack attack. That's a huge <sighs> time show. We're small Jesus. time, you know. And he came on, and we appreciate the rub. We appreciate the ratings boost. Hope he promotes it, puts it out there, you know. And we're going to put this one out there tonight. Just like I'm going to put it in her in about eight minutes now because I'm my blue shoes kicking I'm in. Out. I'm done. All right, you can find us on Twitter at Voices of Misery. You can find us on Gmail at Voices of Misery Podcast at gmail.com. Facebook is Voices of Misery. And what else am I missing? I feel like we're always missing something. Wolf, can Wolf, what else are we doing? What? Just Wolf, end the Wolf damn knows show. everything we're doing, goddamn. Anyway, we love you guys. We thank you for listening to the Voices of Misery Podcast. And we will talk to you next time. Later. 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 <laughs> yeah, that was a good episode. That was fun. Two new followers, 26%. Yeah, we're all there. Can they still see? Okay, we're, we're off the air. We're, we're good. Bro, you covered it all. I'm like, we ended already? Oh, that was fun. We're still recording on the other thing, but that can be edited out. It's no big deal. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's the Voice of Misery podcast. I'm the nerd, and that's the nerdette. And I'll tell you something right now. We're having an argument because I'm watching the Giants play the Jets. She's a Jets fan. I'm a Giants fan. And you know what? We are having a very big argument, and there's only one place that we can settle this thing, mybookie.com. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is, and she's going to put her money where her mouth is. And you know what? We're going to go to the only place you can bet money safely, securely, and you can actually know that your money's going to a secure place where transactions can happen, and it's going to be a secure thing. You know, like you're not going to get your money taken and given to someone else. And you know what? Between any season, football season, NBA, and other college basketball, it's time to get off the sideline and get in on the action with my bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you're like a couple of big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. If you're going to bet this season, do the smarter thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. 
Are you tired of watching games from the couch with nothing to gain? MyBookie wants to get your mind off everything else and back on the game. And if you join right now, the Voices of Misery friends at MyBookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $500. That means if you deposit $2,000, you get an extra $500 in free money to play with. Just use promo code, uh, code LATEFEES to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code LATEFEES. I blew it the first time, but I got it right this time. To take advantage of MyBookie's generous sign-up offer, visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid, and heard that? What? The Giants lost to the Jets, so I'm <laughs> going to give you some money. You better give me something more than that. <laughs> well, with their other sponsor, I'm going to give you something a little bit more. We'll talk about that after the break. MyBookie.com. Hey everyone, this is Stevie Richards. When I'm not doing Stevie Richards Fitness, well, actually, when I am doing Stevie Richards Fitness Resistance Band Training Programs, I like to listen to my friends on the Voices of Misery podcast. They talk about literally everything and anything. Some stuff that might offend you. So if you're not easily offended, don't subscribe because they say whatever is on their minds is actually, actually subscribe, subscribe anyway. You might learn something and check them out anywhere you can download and listen to your favorite podcast. And of course, check them out at voicesofmisery.podbean.com. 